Hey, I'm Ray Parker. I play Darth Maul, a Phantom Menace, and Solo, a Star Wars story, and G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, and you're listening to Disney Universe Podcast. Pay attention, it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, my. I was on TV. Gentlemen. My lady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. Sparrow. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a month. Everybody, welcome to episode 47 of the Disney Universe podcast. We are a bi-weekly podcast talking about everything in the vast universe of Disney, such as Pixar, Marvel, 24th Century Fox, The New Acquisition, ABC, ESPN, Muppets, whatever. But today we're going to be talking a lot about Star Wars since uh, we just got back from Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. Uh, I am your host, Joey. Joey. <laughs> Joe Joey. <laughs> Joe Joey. I give myself two names. And with me, as always, is my co-host. He was once a Padawan, and he has now been granted the rank of Jedi Knight. Ryan, what is up, man? How you doing? What's up? I'm better than you, man. <laughs> you got that con crud, bro. Yeah, and uh, but before we go on, yeah, I just want to apologize. Uh, I have, I, yeah, I got the con crud really bad here. Uh, so I'm, <clears throat> I actually sound better than I have the last two days. Uh, so maybe I'm just doctoring my voice a little bit. Who knows, but... Yep, so, but you know what, fighting through, because uh, we, we got a lot to talk about, and luckily we're actually not talking too much, because uh, we this episode is a very special episode, and what we're going to do is uh, take you through the uh, sounds, I was going to say sights and sounds, but we're a podcast, so there's no sights, but the sounds of uh, celebration, and um, uh, we had a, a recorder, and I had it recording in panels on the showroom, Walking through the halls, just got a lot of a uh, lot of great audio clips, and uh, we figure, you know, we could talk about celebration, but maybe it'd be funner just to give you guys just a, a taste of what it felt like or sounded like uh, to be at uh, Star Wars Celebration. But if you guys want to hear our recap, uh, we were uh, invited to join our friends at Leaving Today Podcast. Uh, they did a bonus episode uh, where we were guests to give a, a little recap. Uh, well, it, it was a long talk, but. A recap of our experience uh, at Celebration and just talk about Star Wars in general. So uh, look for that show. We will send the links to that. So uh, we got two two uh, Celebration recaps. But um, yeah, before we get to that, uh, uh, Ryan, you want to let us know, people know where they can find us since I'm a little brain dead right now? Yeah, yeah. You can find us at the Disney Universe Podcast at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and if you want to listen to our show, you can listen to SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes Podcasts, and Spotify. I think I hope I got all that. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, Joey, Joey's got to get better, guys. So uh, I'll I'll just talk. Yeah, that works. We got, <laughs> yeah, we got a big big review next week too, or the week after. You got to rest up. Oh yeah, it's okay. But uh, 
I, I like my voice. I got my Sith voice, I guess we'll call it. Yeah. And before we get down, like I said, before we get to the show, dude, I just want to say congratulations. You scored us some pretty cool uh, interviews and hookups. Um, oh. <laughs> I think without even expecting that. So uh, you'll hear yeah, some. No. Of, you'll hear some of that uh, as the show goes on. So, and you you've already heard in the, in the intro one of the uh, major uh, hookups that uh, Ryan got us. So. Uh, that might be on the show probably permanently now because that's so awesome. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. But um, so, uh, hope you guys enjoy this the sounds of Star Wars Celebration. All right, here we go. We are on the floor at Star Wars Celebration, and we're at the Toy Arena booth. So we just want to know, uh, what's it take to run a booth like this at a convention like this size? Freaking insane. It's a lot of work. We actually had to get a truck, and we shipped everything over with the truck. And I'm, like, getting called over to do stuff already. Oh, that's okay. That means you guys are busy, so. What do you mean? Okay. All right, we'll talk to Ben. He's the man. What's up? Hey Ben, Ryan, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah, so I'll hold this. Um, what's it like running a booth at uh, Celebration? Celebration? It's, right now, it's super busy. Like everyone likes to see what everyone has, I think. But then I start recognizing like people's faces. Like, oh, they come back with that one figure that like I. So a lot of the vintage stuff. Yeah. People are looking at it and they're like, huh? And then they come back and they come buy it, you know. But yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, it's to meet a lot of different people. I'm a big collector myself. Yeah. So once I meet someone that has like the same stuff I do, I get distracted, and then I'm like talking for 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry, we, you know, keep looking. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. When we used to do our, our show, the Up Nub. Oh, okay. Um, we used to uh, yeah. Well, we used to talk about the uh, all the stuff we used to collect yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah, man. But um, it's fun. I don't know. I get distracted easily because. I see stuff I want, and I'm like, no, I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and are, are you guys able to, like, check out some of the exhibit or uh, some of the panels, or are you here the whole time? We're, we're going to be here the whole time, the booth, yeah. But I got in early, like 8 a.m., so I kind of just scout the place, looked at people's <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks, thanks for taking just. I know you guys are kind of busy right now, so we're just cool. kind of coming through here. So. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. So, uh, And you guys got, like, a website, or yeah. people want to check? You can check us out at toyarena.com. Or at yourtoylink.com. Sweet, thanks a lot. Yeah. So how you doing, man? All right, so we are at the Wilson football basketball uh, booth here, and uh, we're talking to Justin, who just sold Ryan a very awesome Darth Maul uh, football that he's hoping to have Ray Park sign. Um, how'd you guys get uh, set up here at Celebration, being a uh, sports company? <laughs> sure. Uh, we part- we've been partnering with uh, Star Wars for a little bit now, and... This is kind of our first uh, like big event, so um, and we're actually local to Chicago. Where we're, our headquarters is just on the other side of the park from here, 
So, yeah, it, it just kind of, like, made sense that since they were going to be in Chicago, like, we needed to be there. Oh, that's awesome. And so, will these, uh, some of these, like, the Chewbacca, Darth yeah. Vader, will these be available outside of Celebration? Yes, uh, on Wilson.com. And uh, so the, the Darth Vader and Chewbacca are available right now. Everything else will be, be available starting Tuesday. Oh, awesome. And, um... Man, I, I don't even... <laughs> Dark Marvel football is so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying Ray Park's autograph ticket right now so I can get him to sign awesome. it. Is he, so. here, is he here now? No, he'll be here tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow so, yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. The, the, what's, a, the, the tra- what's the story with this trailer? <laughs> uh, so, we're a very... Uh, Wilson is a very American company, and the Airstream felt like such an American thing. So, uh, in Ada, Ohio, we actually have a football factory... That makes uh, that's made every single NFL football that's ever been played with is made in Ada, Ohio, oh, wow. all handmade, and the Darth Maul football was actually made there as well. So this was sort of our way of taking a piece of that Ada history and being able to bring it around with us. So we can uh, that thing is equipped uh, right now to be able to laser engrave footballs. Sometimes we have it equipped where we can actually make footballs in there and inflate them and everything. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for taking the time to talk to us real quick. I know it's a busy day, and it's going to be a busy weekend, and sure. you guys stand out here with the, the uh, Airstream, so it yeah. looks really awesome. So good, good luck over the weekend, too. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, okay, so I am with my friends from Skywalker Through Neverland, and, I mean, everybody we got. Matt Clifton, Richard, Bill Medea. Did I Sarah, you did. Oh, hey we just, there, Joey. We just who did pop we for the second all, annual all over the showroom floor here at Celebration Chicago, led by you, Joey. No, I was in the back. <laughs> I, was, I was holding the rear. By I meant leading it backwards. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. If we were to turn around, suddenly you'd be the leader. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me go backwards. So, how was your hop, Matt? Oh, awesome. Uh, bouncy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> he was having a hopping good time. Nice. And we're at the Phantom Tracks booth here, so... Ah, I'm catching my breath. It made me see it? It made me jump for joy. Hoppity, hoppity. Okay, so this is... puns. For now. The funny thing is, my co-host is last name pun, so... I'm finding him. But sweet. That was a hoo-jib hop, and you guys will be seeing videos and photos of that all over Skywalk Through Neverland's... Uh, Instagrams and Twitter feed. So, what's coming up now? Alrighty, so we are now in the general admission Funko line, and I think I swear I feel like we're in line for uh, Raider Springs Razors or Spacebound or something. And of course, we start talking to people, and we run into Steve, who is a droid builder here. And uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about what it takes to be a droid builder. So, hey, Steve, how? <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I've been a droid builder now for about ten years, and uh, just really enjoy uh, being able to make you know Star Wars stuff and bring it out and and uh, be able to display it and put smiles on faces. So, being a droid builder is is a pretty cool thing. Cool, and obviously you come to a lot of stuff like celebration and other conventions. I'm guessing, but um. Do you, is there any other like events that uh, that you really enjoy doing or going to, or that really hits the the, the, the feels? Yeah, um, yeah. One of the one of the best things that we could do as joy builders is go to hospitals. Um, we've gone to some local Ronald McDonald houses and things like that, um, and just seeing 
smiles on those kids' faces is awesome. Um, I go, I'll go to local schools and things like that too. But occasionally, some builders will be asked to do some more fancy things. Um, sometimes, when like Weird Al will come through, you know, some droid builders will be able to show off their droids during his show. Um, and occasionally, especially if you live out on the West Coast, you'll get to. Uh, You'll get to do some stuff actually for Lucasfilm, some appearances like that too. Oh, nice! Yeah, I've run into the the chopper, the chopper droid a couple of times at Lucasfilm. That was pretty cool. So, like I said, we're here at Celebration in Chicago, and uh, what do you, what do you guys have going on in uh, your area? Um, the, the whole droid builders room, and in that room this year we've got uh, quite a few different types of droids. We've got R2s, of course, different version of Astromex as well, but we also have uh, quite a few BB-8s. We've got uh, a K2SO in there. Um, there are some Gonk droids. So I would say all in all, there's probably about 120 droids altogether. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool thing to see. Nice. And uh, wh- which ones have you made or? Um, I have made a plastic R2, I have made another R2-D2 that's all aluminum, and then I also made a QT-KT from the Clone Wars, and she's pink and white, so, um, I've got two sons and a daughter at home, and so I've got an R2 for each one of the boys, and I've got QT-KT for my daughter. Nice, and they help with the labor on some of the- <laughs> <laughs> They help with the manual labor when it's time to load R2 into the, into the car, yeah. <laughs> nice, and, uh, before we start recording, uh, you... You told us a, a cool little story with Dave Filoni. Would you mind uh, telling that real quick? Yeah, um, this was in uh, Celebration Anaheim, and uh, there were, it, it's kind of a long story, but I'll make it as quick as I can. There were about four or five different opportunities when I had QTKT out there, and QT being from the Clone Wars, um, Dave Filoni, that's his creation. And so I, I, it was like I'd see Dave, but my droid wasn't there. Or I'd have my droid, and Dave was leaving the room as I went walked into the room. And finally, I had to go. It was, it was time for me to fly back across the country, and I was loading my my droid into a crate and uh, in order to get to her I had to go through the freight, freight, freight elevator and when I walked to the freight elevator the doors opened and Dave Filoni was standing right there on the elevator which was pretty cool and I turned to my buddy and I said I hope he's going down and we went under the elevator he went down the doors opened and sitting right there in front of the elevator doors was QTKT so I was able to stop him very quickly he was awesome got a picture with him and QT and uh, then he was awesome but uh, it was it was uh, a perfect cherry on the top to uh, to the end of a of, of celebration for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That was a great celebration too. I mean, that Rebels season two premiered and yes. Force Awakens. So, um, with the, going back to the droid builders, is, I've heard I don't know is it celebration or Comic Con where they do a parade. Uh, yeah, so this year, I'm not sure that we're going to be able to do the parade. Unfortunately, the Droid Builder's room is on the first floor, and pretty much almost everything else is on the second floor. And we don't have access to the freight elevator, but we've always done droid parades in the past. So we're gonna, we've got a couple more days to maybe figure out how we can do it, see if we can slowly but surely get all the droids up here, maybe using the regular elevators. But the Droid Parade has always been a highlight. So we may have to spread the word and do it down on the first floor, instead of doing it on the main showroom floor. Cool, cool. And, man, well, thanks for talking to us. Uh, Before I let you go, uh, because, you know, we're just in line here, and I sound Ryan, you just run into people anywhere just to to talk, so I'm glad we ran into you. Um, Can you let people know if they're interested in maybe getting into... 
Droid Building or where, where they could contact or where they could contact your guys' group? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the easiest thing to do is to go to, you could just Google it, r2d2builders.com. You could also go to astromech.net. That's a really good place. That's where you find all the resources that you can find. Um, there's also a BB-8 Builders. There's also um, a 3PO Builders, but they're not down there this year. Um, but you could also follow us on Facebook. Just t- type in Droid Builders or R2 Build R2 D2 Droid Builders. Um, but you can find us on uh, Facebook, not on Twitter, Instagram, or anything. But you can find just about anything that you need to find on astromech.net. Awesome. Well, so once again, thanks for uh, talking, taking a few minutes to talk to us. And you know, I know a lot of, there's a lot of people in the cosplay, but if you're techie and want to get into the Star Wars community. Droid Builders are awesome. So. Yep, absolutely. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. Okay, guys. So we are here. At, you got, If you've been following this show, you know I've been posting like crazy about the geeky tiki's and all the awesome stuff that's been coming out. And Woo-hoo! I've been trying to get to this uh, booth all day, but they've been swamped the entire day. And uh, still waiting for a bathroom break. Oh, still <laughs> nice. And so I am happy to be talking to Brandon. Uh, you're, I'm guessing you're, I'm the owner. You're yeah, the owner. Yeah. So, Geeky T- Mr. Geeky Tiki. Yes. Awesome. So, um, I'm just kind of throwing off the guard here because I'm, I'm just excited to be here and I love the, <laughs> the, the stuff here. So, um, what got you, uh, into making, uh, kind of pop culture tiki mics? Well, uh, my background, I'm a toy designer by trade. So, I worked at a number of toy companies, um, was designing a lot of fun pop culture driven toys. I've always been a fan of tiki. Uh, we started first with the line of Star Wars beer steins, which were around $50. And we wanted to come up with something that was more collectible that people could afford in numerous numbers that's not going to break the bank. Some of these do break the bank. But uh, so we, uh, we, we meshed our love together for Tiki and Geeky and started with Star Wars on May the 4th, 2016, I believe. And uh, now we do... 130 something licenses. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I, I guess, ba- basic question do you, do you have anything, uh, is, is, what's your favorite, I guess? Uh, do you have a favorite line or favorite mug you've done? I would say within the Star Wars universe, that 18 piece uh, collector set is probably at the top of my list right now. Um, the Rancor I love, the, the Rancor and Jedi Luke set. Um, Jabba is one of my favorites from two years ago. And uh, outside of this, I love the horror properties that we do. We do uh, had a lot of success with Jason and, and Freddy and those Pennywise this year, uh, Frankenberry, Count Chocula. It, basically, anything that I grew up with and nerded out on, I make it, and I hope that other people like it as much as I do because I never know. Well, just from the look up yeah. your booth all day on the first, we're here on the first day. We haven't even touched the, the, my, my the weekend. Staff, my staff thought I was crazy when I wanted to do a Millennium Falcon punch ball, and I said, well, I'm going to make it, and it might just be one that sits in my office and I drink out of it on Friday <laughs> nights, but it turns out that it's uh, we got something pretty special here. Yeah, We're definitely. Excited. So since, you, since you've been posting what you've been coming up with, like, I saw the Rancor. I'm like, okay, that's mine. I'm going to get it. <laughs> then, you, then you post the punch ball, the Millennium Falcon, with the Han and Chewie shot glass. And I'm like, okay, for me, for Star Wars, the Falcon trumps everything. So I'm just like, so I, then, like you said, the pre-sale is just awesome on that. Um, yeah. Then I got, I didn't know you guys were releasing on the uh, another store, series but three. the series three, yep. which is the Return of the Jedi. So that's a great set too. 
and I got a swizzle. So I was like, and you got swizzles. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I didn't get the set. I just got the I'm hot and carbonite. But yeah, you got a hookup. You got a hookup. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but um, so it, um, any, anything coming out in the future that you, or is your brain kind of just going crazy here? We've got a lot coming out. A lot of fun stuff for Star Wars. We're really focused on this show. But I could say that for all our fans that aren't here at Celebration. We hope to see it at San Diego Comic-Con. We hope to see it at New York Comic-Con, where we're going to try to make everybody happy, as happy as we can. Okay, cool. And um, So to I- answer your question, we are making more cool shit. That's that's awesome. And you, like I said, you got a customer for life in me, awesome. at least. So awesome. I'll be, I'll be paying, helping pay your bills here for sure. <laughs> um, one thing we were talking about before off the air was, uh, and this is not Star Wars Disney sure. related, but that's okay. Uh, the contract you have with Regal Cinemas, like, yes. we're talking, because I got the Aquaman and Black Manta, which was an awesome deal. Uh, and I've seen you have some other Regal deals, too. How'd you get hooked up with that? Uh, Regal reached out to us, and they really liked our tiki mugs, and they wanted to put together a program uh, that was more themed towards their adult dining theaters. So it was buy a, buy a ceramic mug, get a cocktail with it for 20 bucks or whatever they sell them for. Uh, they do beer, they do... You know, different mixed cocktails. So we do exclusive programs for them for certain movies. Uh, I can say that we've got some exciting opportunities. The Return of Thanos is coming back um, for Avengers uh, Endgame. So anybody that didn't get a Thanos, there could be an opportunity in the near future. Uh, we just did Captain Marvel with them, which was yeah, I saw that's which awesome. Was great, um, did really well. So we got some we got some Avengers in the mix, and we got some fun stuff. Uh, for later this year with them. Like in December? For the particular Possibly, episode they, 9 movie? There, there could be something coming in December. Yes. Oh, I cannot wait. So, yes. um, the, the day is almost over. You guys are still busy here. So, yeah. I just want to. waiting on the bathroom, too. But <laughs> nice. Too um, much for your fans. <laughs> but I know they appreciate it because every time I post anything, Geeky Tiki, those are our highest liked posts and awesome. everybody's like awesome. so I, I, this was you got us over the 10 mark I'm pretty sure of it I'm pretty sure of it uh, if okay I, so I, I, I will claim that we will yeah <laughs> along with about a, a bunch of other people here so thank everybody yeah, yeah. definitely um, yeah we just want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us on a busy day a bathroom free day <laughs> um, oh man yeah the people got, you gotta check out this Millennium Falcon I'm looking at it right now I'm just uh, I'm in love. It's awesome. Um, Post some photos because we haven't had a chance. Oh yeah, I apologize. I, oh no, I, I will be posting photos. Uh, if you let me get behind the bar here, I might <laughs> get a picture behind the bar. Say uh, visiting the bar. It's awesome. Uh, okay, awesome. Well, Brandon, serve me a drink. <laughs> we we will try. We were at uh, the Three Dots and oh, what's no, it called? I wanted to go tonight. Three Dots and a Dash. Yeah, that's right by our hotel. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, glad to meet you. Yeah, like I said, you too, man. Big fan. Love what you're doing. Um, I mean, Star Wars, Tiki Mugs, that's that's me. So, Excellent. awesome, man. So, Thanks for the support, bro. Oh, we always, always. Anytime, you guys, if we could do anything, anything, spread the word, whatever. You're on my We're, speed dial. Oh, I'll get, yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, thanks, Brandon. You got it. Thank you. All righty, Ryan. We are walking out on day one, day one. of Star Wars Celebration. Your first... Star Wars celebration. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, it was a little bit bigger than Ace. There was like one or two more booths, so nothing too crazy, nothing too big. Um, no sarcasm. It was it was so big. Um, yeah, no, it was awesome. 
Um, I don't know if I can do five days of walking around like this, but tomorrow morning we got the panel. We got that episode nine trailer, and we're looking at the the huge mural right now. Um, and me and Joey actually kind of kind of maybe kind of maybe. Some. I don't know. What what, 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 what did he, I can't even talk. What do we see? Ah, uh, nothing. Never mind. Um, well, you guys, you guys will see tomorrow what we saw. Maybe. Um, well, I, I think I don't know if we posted in. Yeah, there's this giant mural. But well, you know, by the time the show comes out, it'll be complete. But there's this giant mural of the entire Star Wars saga. It'll be on our Instagram for sure. But I mean, it includes Clone Wars, the cartoon, Star Wars Rebels, Rogue One, Solo, and it starts from Episode One, and it goes all the way to the Last Jedi. And there's a black little banner right at the corner. But we might have seen what was hidden behind. Up oh, there's Hip Hop Trooper behind us. If you can hear the music. If you don't know Hip Hop Trooper, he's a stormtrooper that dresses in Adidas gear. And everybody's following him. They're headed to the 501st ball. Or bash, not a ball. <sighs> We're going home for pizza. We're going to go get some deep dish pizza. P- P- Piazza pizza. Favorite parts of your first Star Wars celebration so far? The people are really nice. Except for a few people that are mad about Hasbro. But yeah, yeah what, tell us about that real quick. I mean, this this is our guerrilla recording, guerrilla style recording of Star Wars Celebration. I think I has an awesome Millennium Falcon this week. Uh, sorry, it's just what happens. Our but, but you you were in line for Hasbro, and what, what happened here? Well, the Hasbro you need it was the lottery to get the new mall and Obi Wan and the 20th anniversary packaging. So yeah, so I'm waiting in line. They they said we pro- we might open up. For the general admission, if you don't didn't get a lottery, or you might, um, we might not. And we're like, okay, that's fine. But then one of the workers came out, and she's like, you're not, like, r- very, very rudely, you're wasting your time. You're not getting in. I don't care if you wait here till 10 o'clock. We're not selling you one. And everyone got a little feisty, and there was a lot of yelling and screaming. And, um, yeah, so, so I'm interested to see if tomorrow's different since of the backlash today. Joey and I waited, like, two hours for Funko, and I think, like, Probably five or to ten people in front of us picked up the last ones, but when we met some cool people online, you guys uh, will hear the um, interview with the um, the droid boater, which is really fun. He was really cool. Uh, so even though we, though we didn't get anything in line, at least it was a fun line. Um, but the Hasbro, yeah, that was a little intense. Yeah, and then you you pre-ordered a, an exclusive print. Oh, you got that today. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I got the. Um, I'm forgetting the uh, artist's name right now, but it's uh, like. At the bottom of the print, it's Han and Leia um, back in, like, episode, I think it was, like, five. And then on the other end was Han and Leia episode seven, and it's uh, titled I Know, so it's uh, it's pretty pretty romantic. Yeah, so a little visual. We will post it on, on our Instagram. I'm going the wrong way because we are walking. And uh, what, it, what we are doing is, anyways, that print, is, it looks like a playing card. So, like, uh, uh, the queen or joker, how it's flipped upside down, so it's really cool. Ah, let's see. What else? I did the I hung out, did the hoojib hop with my friends at Skywalker through Neverland, and a lot of their listeners and people that I have not met in person yet. So that was super cool. Um, are we going the right way? Are we going? The- I just know this is out. Oh, that way. So, yep, this is live, people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a great day. We we, we walked the floor because there was no panels multiple times. Multiple times, and you could, I mean. Dude, it's so huge. Um, yeah, talking to uh, 
dang it, I forgot his name, but the droid builder. But uh, then all day I've been trying to get to the uh, Geeky Tiki booth. So that was that was probably one of my highlights because we, we met Brandon, the owner, the big hoon himself, and Mr. Tiki. And he actually, because, you know, if you guys follow our Instagram, you know I've been blowing up their, their releases that they've been doing. The, Joey loves that Geeky Tiki. <laughs> yeah, love me some Geeky Tiki. And he actually... Uh, gave us credit for pushing for us pushing them over uh, ten thousand followers and blowing up their page. So whoop whoop. So hopefully we'll have some uh, stuff, uh, some fun things coming in the future, your way, listeners' way, followers' way. Uh, we're we're headed out now, and like I said, we're going to get some pizza. We're going to take it easy. Tomorrow we are headed to the episode nine trailer. We did get the lottery where we will be in the auditorium. Closing statements. What are you looking for? I mean, what do you? Well, how, how, what are you anticipating in that panel? Um, in the episode nine, Son of Darkness panel. Um, well, I think we'll get. Well, I will. I think we'll let everyone else know. Stop talking in darkness. Well, we'll let everyone else know that it's Son of Darkness. People that aren't in the inner circle, you know. Um, and then we'll get a poster, and then we'll get a trailer, and then I can just um, tell everyone how I knew it was Son of Darkness for like the past six months. So. And that's where you get it wrong, because usually we get the trailer before the poster, then we walk out and get handed the poster, and then sell it on eBay for 90 bucks. Not doing that, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't remember which order I said. Uh, (laughs) Brian out. (laughs) All right, so, all right, we'll be back with day two. All righty. Day two. Me and Ryan are inside the Trust Arena. You can hear the background music. DJ Elliot is spinning some wake-up tunes for everybody. And while we were waiting in line, getting in, some nice director named J.J. Abrams passed out. Well, he didn't do it personally, but he supplied people in line in the cold, windy city of Chicago morning with episode 9... In the U.S., we call them beanies. In Canada, we call them what, Ryan? We call them toques, Joey. Toques. And can you repeat that for the listeners that say what? Toques. <laughs> so, we are super jazzed to be in here. We also got little Happy Meals with Star Wars Celebration uh, McDonald's boxes, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we are about to the side angle of the stage, give or take. Would you say good? Hundred feet, more or less. We're very, very close. We are extremely close. And let's see, how many chairs do I see? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine—about a ten, eleven chairs out there. Oh man, are you are you feeling episode nine now? I mean, what what are you feeling right now? Because this is your first celebration, your first major panel. What are you what are you feeling right now, bud? I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. I got I got free toque and breakfast. And I just can't wait to share it with the world, um, Son of Darkness. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm super excited. This is really cool. I didn't think we were going to be this close, so this is awesome. Yeah, so, you know, by the time this comes out, you guys will already seen our our uh, Insta stories and Twitter feed, so. Ah. Okay, yeah, we're, we're hyped here, so. We'll be more... I, that made no sense what I just said now, but we'll be back. Joey's excited, guys. Joey's really excited. He can't even talk. I, I, I can't talk, but... Okay. Episode 9, panel. You will be hearing some audio real soon. 
You might hear uh, DJ Elliot spin some more tunes, so right on. Okay, and this is where everybody chimes in. Oh my, my, I'm not going to torture everybody with this song, the entire song, even though I can play the whole thing, so. We are less than an hour away from episode 9 panel, and the hype train is just starting thanks to DJ Elliot. Mark Daniel will be out soon, so. Pop can go! Okay, we'll, we'll wait for one more verse here. <laughs> If you guys are listening to this and you know the words, sing along to the song. Here we go. Okay, my bad. This is where everybody starts to sing. Hopefully. 
very sad battle droids. Spoiler alert. Force ghost. All right, now, if you know the words, sing along. Here we go. Okay, this crowd is tired. Anaheim was off the hook. Because everyone got a good night's rest. Okay, here we go. There goes. There's a beach ball. Can we get the seagull song, please? So, just to recap. Say it really low when I point to you. Don't yell it. Don't burn it. Okay? Really low. You guys are good. And then... Don't get up there. Just don't scream. Just act like you're screaming. And you're freaking the people out there that are walking in like, what's happening right now? Alright? So, when I call for it, that's what we're going to do, okay? But let's talk about the journey to get here. You waited for it, right? You're excited about it. So let's go back in time right now. And right now, we're going to show you the, te- the trailer for Star Wars Celebration 2019. Let's take a look. We made it. We're going to have a good time. Look at all these chairs out here. I believe Jar Jar Binks is sitting right here. I think. I think. Did I say too much, DJ Elliot? Uh, pretty sure uh, I'm coming back because I didn't say nothing. Okay. Oops. <laughs> I've said too much. All right, this is fantastic. Here's what I want to do right now. Um, I'm not, what I like to do is I like to come out into the house like Warwick did. All right, so I'm going to walk out into the house. But um, let's see. We're going to play a little game as I walk out into the house right now. I'm coming out into the house. We're going to get ready. We're going to remember the saga. So I'm walking out right now, and I'm going to go to certain sections. Let's walk right over here. Let's see what section I'm going to go to. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to this section right over here. We're going to do a little trivia question, all right? And if you get it right, you win a prize, okay? So, here's what we're going to do right now. Uh, we're going to get a trivia question up. If you know the answer, raise your hand. If you get it right, you win a prize. So let's get to that first trivia question right now up on the screen. May the force be with you. All right, what did Han Solo say he planned to do with the reward money? Oh, wow. Okay, this guy's ready to go. Stand up. What's your name? Ryan Johnson from St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, baby! Yeah! All the way from Canada. You look excited. You're like, this is a... You're like, this is a... That's one of Ryan's people. Well, excuse me. No, not Ontario. Reward money. That's not really a reward. It's more of like a payment for doing the right thing. Gotcha. I think I know what you mean. You think I know what you mean? Okay, perfect. You're one of them kind of fans. Okay. (laughs) We're all those kind of fans, Mark. That's true. We are. All right, so what did Han Solo say he plans to do with the reward money or doing the right thing money? With the money he got for helping Luke blow up the first Death Star. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
in Odyssey Star Wars A New Hope was pay off Jabba the Hutt so he could save his life. But we're looking for more like exactly what he said. Exactly he said. Yeah, we're those kind of fans. Yeah. You call us out, yeah. we call you out. Yeah. Put him on a spot. His wife is recording. Yeah. Well, and there's only seven thousand plus people staring at you right now. Look around, not to make you nervous. Just look around with the lights on. Everybody, look around with the lights on. Do you need more? Which line do you want? Where he said the simple question is, what did Han say? Plan to do with the reward money? Well, he did say, what is the reward if you're not around to use it? Oh my God. Brian, what's up with you people from Canada? He's, I told you he's not my people. Not Ontario. Is that, that's East Coast Canada, right? Yes, sir. Okay, just checking. You know what? <laughs> he's got to pay off the bounty on his head. Very close. Very close. Very close. Go ahead and delete all that, okay? And then what we're going to do is you're going to sit down, okay? Have a seat. I'll come back to you. Here's what we're going to do. All right? Stop recording. I'm going to go get the right answer. Then I'll come back to you and you'll say the right answer and we'll start recording again. All right? Don't go anywhere, though. Don't go anywhere. All right. How are you? What's your name? Charlie. Charlie. Where are you from, Charlie? Syracuse. Syracuse. So Charlie. Here it is. What did Han Solo say he planned to do with the reward money? Pay off some old debts. All right. Let's see if she's right. Pay off some old debts. She's correct. America. Congratulations. This is so, yeah, the camaraderie. But the, 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 the one thing that I that I really think makes me happy about what I do is um, I met uh, a little girl and her dad, and he said she she saw you in the Blu-ray documentary for Force Awakens, and she remembered your name and she was very she was very young and then he told me that she was playing Star Wars with her brother who was older and his friends and they were playing Star Wars and then they were like okay so I'm Luke I'm Han and then she said I'm going to be a stormtrooper and her brother's friend said you can't be a stormtrooper because you're a girl and she said yes I can because Samantha Manin's a stormtrooper she's a girl and that, I cried, obviously. But that is, um, that's what, nothing is impossible. Impossible is nothing. You can do anything you want to do. Dream, believe, achieve. Um, yeah, you can do anything you want. And I did not think, for five, this has been my life for five years. I did not dream five years ago that, this would be happening right now, and it has. So if I can do it, anyone can. Love you. Thank you very much, Samantha. Thank you for sharing that moment with us and that personal moment. And uh, ladies, that's why I brought you up here. I wanted you to meet an actual female stormtrooper. She has something for you. That is her little badge with the stormtrooper helmet. So next time somebody, if anybody ever says you can't be a stormtrooper, a female stormtrooper, you can say, yes, I can, because I'm at Sam. All right, thank you. All right, perfect. I want a round of applause for these young ladies. Thank you.
away from the episode 9 panel. Excitement overload, people. Like I said, we're just minutes away. I'm just instructing Ryan on the Instagram because we want to see it and remember it, but we want to document as much as we can for our listeners. So, ah, it's almost there. Yes, I do. on social media I got my zoom camera borrowed from producer Christy and I'm recording so here we go It was 
was originally designed to be a modern fairy tale. About good and evil, you know, and what prevails and what doesn't prevail. It's unlimited the possibilities of what they can do. We sort of finished, but hopefully it will justify it as a series. Make you say, gee, what happens next? The whole experience has been so completely unanticipated. Unhappened. My doubts about whether another Star Wars will win. And I now get that phrase, thank you for my childhood, because it's something that people carry with them now forever and ever. As I see it, this has nothing to do with the past, present, or future. It's a big part of what makes these films so important to pass on from generation to generation. I feel honored that I've been allowed to continue the journey. It's very cool to meet someone inspirational to a generation of filmmakers.
He cares more than anybody I know. Well, first of all, uh, thank you all for coming. This is unbelievable to, to be here. Uh, I have to say, in, in answer to your, your question, Stephen, uh, hello, uh, in answer to your question, I, I think that, um, that, I love you also, uh, that, that the thing is that, that at this stage we've been so sort of in that, in that focused cave of the editing room and working so, so hard with a very small group of people, and you're aware, of course, what Star Wars means to so many outside of those, those rooms, but to come here and to have this kind of warm reception and to be physically, viscerally reminded of what it means uh, is the most amazing and exciting shot in the arm. And like Kathy said, uh, we cannot wait for you to see uh, what we're coming up. Okay, so with that, in mind, with that in mind, where are you in production right now? Uh, well, we're, we're, we're editing and we're doing, you know, visual effects. When you, when you wrap a movie like this, uh, as you all uh, know and can imagine, uh, the directing doesn't stop, the, the, the story oh. doesn't stop. So you keep, they actually love each other. They love each other. You know, it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, the, uh, the, the process continues. And so we're, we're editing and things are uh, going pretty well so far. Well, uh, Kathy, as you were saying, this is this is the uh, the final movie of a nine movie arc. What what's that like? There, that's unprecedented in, in in filmmaking to have this one story, you know, over this period of time. As you said, the third uh, a three three act uh, play, as it were. Yeah, it is, and I, I think that what's also fascinating is it's over forty years. So the context that George was working within, it's 40 years later. And to keep this relevant and meaningful to the characters and to the people experiencing this story, it has to feel like it's of its time. And I think that what we've done is we've taken to heart everything that inspired George and then I think the inspiration that JJ's brought to this has given it even more depth. Also, this, uh, this movie, in addition to being the end of three trilogies, uh, it, it also needs to work as its own movie. Uh, and that's been part of the, the fun of it, part of the challenge of it. Uh, but this movie, it's about this new generation and, and what they've inherited, the, the light and the dark, and asking the question as they face the greatest... Uh, evil, are they prepared? Are they ready? And uh, it's been really incredible to look at this thing that George created and to bring it to a, a close in this way about this new generation. Because the PO was real and you could purchase one. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I know it was real, it was available. No longer available. A discontinued model a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. If 3PO was still under production, if uh, would you want your own? 3PO unit. Are you crazy? <laughs> Look, things like Alexa and Siri terrify me. <laughs> I was once a sat-nav for the car. Yeah. At the next roundabout, turn left, take the fifth exit. Shut up! <laughs> How did I know? Well, that was true. I actually had to turn myself off. <laughs> it happens regularly every morning for the mirror. <laughs> 
would I want 3PO? I would want, uh, I regard 3PO as, as my best, best friend in, in many ways. And I would genuinely want a best friend who cared for me as much as 3PO does. Leave it at that. Are you ready? And the other people, are you ready? <laughs> and the people up in the cheap seats, are you ready? <laughs> the title of my memoirs was Tedding the Odds. <laughs> which you will see at 11.30 tomorrow, and I will tell you that I actually do like their title as well. Beloved. Landau Calvarizian. Hi guys. 
It's good to be back. Um, it's amazing. Can, can, uh, yeah, I see my colors. Um, on, on, on this on this adventure, I think Finn has just found his 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 footing and his identity within the Resistance. Um, I think the last two movies, Finn was uh, couldn't decide where he belonged. And in this film, he's a full-fledged uh, resistance sexy young man. As you can see, as you can see by the picture. Um, is, that a, is that a special division of the resistance, sexy young man? Honestly, at the beginning, my big thing was costume. I always felt that Finn didn't have his identity, identity through his costume. And JJ was like to me, you're going to love this one. And I, I saw the blue pants coming out of the, the cupboard where uh, Michael Capkin was coming out with it, and I was just like... I'm in Star Wars <laughs> So it's been great. Now, um, Finn's enemy over the last two films uh, has been Captain Phasma. Yeah. It, it seems like she died in, in The Last Jedi, but it also oh, seems like she died in The Force Awakens. Oh, me, she's gone. Go rid of Does Finn get any closure in this movie? Um, emotional closure, you know. Sure, I mean, I don't think about her at night and stuff. Um, but I, d I definitely feel that there's some form of closure within within who he identifies with, who is family, what is love, what is friendship, and, and, and that's what that's what defines him in this movie. But Phasma, she did. She did. Now, uh, Finn has fought Captain uh, Phasma uh, twice, twice now. Yeah, but. Uh, could Finn take Brienne of Tarth? <laughs> I'm not even going to meet her. I'm going to just shoot her from the building. And be like, yeah, she's done. She's done. Uh, no, no, that picks up. Now it seems like there might have been a, a, a little bit of a love triangle going on with Finn and Ray and Rose. Um, you, you had Poe there as well. Um, <laughs> very complicated. Very complicated. We've got a few aliens that have been looking at Finn as certain type of ways. I don't know. They want to add their names to the list. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, it's, 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 a, it's a love pentagon, man. It's just... It's is Finn the galaxy's most eligible bachelor? I think he is, period. Period, point blank. Yeah. Um, Finn, Finn, is, Finn is single and willing to mingle, so... Uh, <laughs> Oscar, good to see you again. Like a scarf? Like a scarf. 
I'm not sure if I could enjoy this movie more than I'm enjoying watching you enjoy these photographs. <laughs> That's a high bar. Uh, now, you were born in uh, Guatemala, raised in Miami. <laughs> it's Miami, 305. Cuban Fondo, so Cuban Guatemala. Star Wars has been translated into every language on the planet. What's it like to impress around the world when you're able to speak to the Spanish-speaking uh, press in their own language about the films? Like, how, how would you describe Poe or this film in, 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 in Spanish? Well, it's, it's, it's just like this, but in Spanish. <laughs> like, Very similar. Is Star Wars, uh, forgive my ignorance, is Star Wars, Star Wars in Spanish? Or is uh, no, it's Star Wars. <laughs> It's actually Guerra de las Galaxias is the other one. Sorry, it's what? Guerra de las Galaxias. Which means? Uh, well, actually, I guess like yeah, War of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's Bebocho. And, uh, and your buddy is uh, Arturito. <laughs> Little Arthur. Now, Poe is always uh, cracking a joke at the darkest moments. Uh, whether it's you know taking on a dreadnought, an X-wing, or being interrogated at Kylo Ren, is everything a joke to him? <laughs> Why won't he take any? I think he takes his love for Finn very seriously. Yeah! Very seriously. He's a human. You know, he's. I mean, he's. He has no. Real special powers. Yes, he's a great pilot, but deep down he's just a human. And I think one of the most human things you could do is find the irony and the humanity in even the most crazy, darkest moments. I think that that's a, that is an element of the Force. Human. Uh, Poe was born into war. He was from Yavin 4, the planet the original Death Star uh, tries to destroy in Episode 4. And his parents both fought. The Empire. Let's say the war ends one day. What's Poe do uh, after the war is over? What's his fault? Uber seems like a good, good place to go. Uh, space Uber? Yeah. Space Lift? I don't know. You know, it's true. He's a bit. He, he seeks a bit of that adrenaline, so he'll have to find it somewhere. Because it's completely. Is that a, is that a Brazilian? Why is it? No. 
He's a big man, not one hair on his chest. Uh, when he turned around, it was as surprising to the crew, I think, as to everyone. Because it's a, he's a big man. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran. Mr. Peter Mayhew. If it wasn't for his unique physicality, I don't think 
Chewbacca would be as memorable, and I don't think we would be seeing him here today uh, on, uh, you know, anticipating his uh, upcoming uh, uh, appearance in the film, because it, it, the character is just so beloved, and you guys have shown it with your t-shirts and, and, and the kind words uh, all throughout these five incredible years that I've become this... Uh, transformed into this character, and I'm just so grateful for everyone who's been supportive. Let's go, Chewie! Yeah. <laughs> ...than any of you. You can look up online why that's true. That is true. It's true. What is that? I would love to tell the story. <laughs> it's my story, BBH. Give one second. Yes. This is very clear. The story is when I was uh, in 1977, when I was 13 years old, local radio station was giving away tickets to this movie called Star Wars. Nobody knew what it was. And me and my friends called in. We're like the eighth caller. And we got four tickets to go see Star Wars. Big blue tickets that you had to go to the local radio station to pick up to be TMA. 12.50 on your AM dial. And... <laughs> And, and it was, I, it was me, Keith Sargi, Haskell Fudenberg, and Haskell Fudenberg's mom, but somebody had to drive. <laughs> and we were handing, we handed the tickets in, we said, can we keep the tickets as we went in? Because we didn't know what it was, but it felt like it was special. Because there were big tickets, and it had the Death Star, and it had this, an X-Wing fighter sweeping up like that. And it said, Star Wars, what the hell was Star Wars? And we walked in, we sat down, and as soon as, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, it came on the screen, we got chills because we knew that, A, that was a, a unique way to look at science fiction, the futures of the past. And also, it immediately set you in that fairy tale world. And then, of course, and no one knew what the hell was going on, and everyone cheered. <laughs> we didn't know what we were in for. And then, two hours later, we woke up Haskell's mom and said, Movie's over. <laughs> she didn't like the flashy lights. And. We got in the car, went home, and it was a full moon. And I know it was three weeks before because there was a full moon, and we all thought it was the Death Star falling. <laughs> and on Monday, when I got to school, we couldn't explain to anybody how everything was different now, and that we had seen the future. So anyway, that's why I've been a fan three weeks longer than all of you. So, but I'm sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I know you, I think he, he's got something to say. Um, yeah, uh, in this movie, um, BB-8 has uh, a, a new friend. Would you guys want to meet him? and robotics team on the movie. I will say that when, when, we, when we did the film, uh, we never had 
Dio exist quite this way. There was uh, a rig and puppeteers and things. And like with Celebration last time, uh, these were different designs that we went through working on him. Um, but like with Celebration last time when, uh, on episode 7, when BB-8 rolled out, and we never had a BB-8 be able to roll out, uh, it's amazing what Celebration uh, makes these uh, geniuses do, uh, force them to do. So this is really uh, was built for you. Um, can we please show our appreciation to JJ and Kathy and to the entire cast?
is just on stage, people. So we're walking back to the <laughs> convention now, the main part. We just saw that episode nine, the rise of Skywalker officially uh, panel with everybody. Dude, go for it. I'll let you go first. What do you think? Uh, oh, yeah, we can't swear on this podcast, right? But um, wow, in PG. <laughs> we got some minor ones. <laughs> Holy poop. <laughs> so... Not Son of Darkness, but what do you think of the title? Oh, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. That's totally fine. <laughs> Emperor back, maybe? I don't know. Oh. Then the sec- So we saw the trailer a second time because the Palpatine himself, Ian McDermott, came out and said, Roll it again. And they did. And so I caught a few more things. And you hear Luke, I guess, talking to Ray. And it sounds like it says, We're with you. Is that when the Force Ghosts pop up? Anakin Force Ghosts, Yoda Force Ghosts, Obi Wan Force Ghosts, or Skywalker? Just like, what do you? I don't know. They're, Joey just my, took the words out of my mouth. My mind is just mush right now. Uh, as you guys heard our reaction to the, I, I got tired tears again right now. <laughs> and it's not looking at the sun. These are like real tears of emotions. <laughs> so, dude, Joey's handshaking right now, guys. <laughs> and it's not windy. It's cold. It's nice right now. So. Oh man! Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know. I just wow. All right, so we're, now we're getting back to the panel. Or uh, where are we at? Convention, Chicago. <laughs> All right. Okay, so back on the, on the floor here, and running my buddy, fellow Skywalker, uh, Matt Clifton, and he's was had a good time at the uh, bash last night, and we're just talking, and he's just started talking about Clone Wars coming up tomorrow, and, and I don't know, it just. Just continue what you're saying, man, because this was, I, I, I felt the awesomeness coming. So. Yeah, 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 no worries. I was just saying that I'm getting the, the Clone Wars photo op tomorrow because it means a lot to me because, you know, it was, they're like the Star Wars Weekends alumni. They, they showed up to Star Wars Weekends and all, and all that, and Star Wars Weekends at Disney World was such a big part of me being a fan, being a Star Wars fan, and because, I would. I just. I went there on a lark one time uh, to get to get a Clone Wars poster signed by Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni was going to be there. They were reopening Galaxy's Edge and all that, and I ended up camping out for it. And what I found was this this family. A lot of locals would go there. They they put their uh, their uh, chairs up and just camp out overnight. And security was cool about it and all that. And um, you know, I just, they were so welcoming and all, and we camp out there and then get ticket for an autograph and then get to meet, like, the Clone Wars cast. And then, later on, it became the Rebels cast. And Star Wars Weekends basically introduced us all to, like, Rebels. And and we got to meet meet uh, Vanessa and uh, Tia and Steve. And Ashley again. And Ashley again. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. 
and um, and they would they would have a, a panel and they would talk with uh, the cast member and all that, and then they show like a clip or a trailer for the new season or or for Rebels it was a, a trailer um, a clip featuring their their character and all that a little short, and it was a it was a big thing and it was it was why I became a fan basically. And that's awesome, man. And like one thing about Clone Wars is that was the at the time, what we thought was going to be the last Star Wars we'd be getting for for a long time, and then the cast is so like friendly and engaging on social media, so you, that becomes a family with them. So then, you know, then you know, Disney buys uh, Lucasfilm, and well, Clone Wars is going to end, and I know everybody was like, "What?" and "What's his Rebels?" and but we got another great show for the new Star Wars, but uh, now we're getting Clone Wars again. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, what are you hoping for the, from that panel? Oh wow! What am I hoping? Well, um, wow! Gosh, yeah, you put me on the spot I'm sorry. there. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, what I'm hoping from the panel is it's it's going to be weird, right? Because Clone Wars has been pronounced dead for a long time, and Dave has basically poured out a lot of his secrets yeah. on what he wanted to do and where the, he wanted the series to go. Will will we get will we get like Ahsoka going down to 1313? Will we get um, uh, a, a, a Wookiee episode with Tarful and all that? Will we get uh, an episode where where Ahsoka goes to the depths of the Jedi Temple and and has to fight Palpatine? I don't know. <laughs> and all that stuff we got in comics and Rebels, you know, even like the. The season two finale with a, uh, you know, Maul and you know, hello, Lady Tano. Like they had a history, and in the book, you know, they had a history. Yeah. Will we get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like, all right. I think, I think it might be safe to say that we'll get clips, and it might be featured in the in the trailer. I, I bet you anything. We gotta get a trailer, right? We gotta get a trailer. Dave likes to throw in a couple episodes here and there, so that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, and the panels might. An hour, I guess, an hour, and so hopefully, hopefully we get at least one episode, and I'm hoping we get clips or scenes of the Siege of Mandalore because yes. that's the big one. That's the payoff that we know we're going to get. Yeah. That we know it. We know we're going to get the Anakin and Ahsoka again. I mean, it's in the trailer that came. So, oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm just glad I ran into you. But you, what we were just talking about before I started recording, I'm like, dude, this is too good not to record. So, all right, man, thanks, and I'll, I'll be running to you. All com- convention here. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks a bunch, Joy. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Star Wars Celebration. Day two. In the books. Um, yesterday was fun. Opening. We just did the showroom. Today, as you guys heard earlier, way different. Episode 9 panel. Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Episode 9. We mentioned a little bit of a right out of the arena. So, how was your day, too? Because we kind of separated for today. So, uh, what was some of the stuff you did? Um, well, what did I do? I bought another hot toy. As you guys know, I love my hot toys. Um, met uh, one of those, the actors from Star Wars. Um, Peter? Peter Parker? Oh, no, I was kidding. Ray, Ray Parker. Uh, yeah, I got to meet him today. And as you guys might have heard on the intro, we have a little cool 
little intro by, by Ray Park, and I got him to sign a really cool Darth Maul football because you know Seahawks. Uh, yeah, what color is Darth Maul? Red. I have no comeback. Nine are red. Yeah, you got no comeback. Uh, he got he got me, guys. He got me. Um, yeah, and I uh, I got the Funko booth today. The hat, or yeah, Funko. There was no line in crazyly. That's not a word. I just made it up. Uh, trademarked. Um, yeah, and I yeah. That's why I waited for Ray Park. I got the Funko. Got a hot toy. Had a slice of pizza. I think that's it. There was a lot of waiting in lines today, which is okay because yesterday we really didn't wait in anything. Um, we got lucky with the lines yesterday. We got pretty much all the big floor stuff done. Um, Dude, this is an awesome dress. There's a girl walking by with a Star Wars scroll on her dress. That's so cool. And she just walked by. But she got lightsaber chopsticks, too. Anyways, what was I saying? Sorry. Uh, yeah. That, I didn't only did a couple things, but I, I met some new friends. That's cool. It's, I, I know one of the things I was excited for, a celebration, running into people and making new friends. Um, when I didn't have Joey, I had to make new friends because I was all alone. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I was made some friends. Met Ray Park. It was, it was pretty cool. And you're never really alone when you're at Star Wars Celebration. For me, yeah, once we kind of uh, split up, uh, what did I do? <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually, before, um, after the panel, I went and got an autograph for our good buddy Donald of the Rebel Legion Indoor Base. We got, Don, Donald, uh, got, today got Hermione Corn. I forgot her name, I'm sorry. Um, she was super cool. She played... Tali, the A-Wing pilot and The Last Jedi, and so she was super cool. Is that Rose's sister? It is not Rose's sister. She's the cute blonde pilot. Um, Rose's sister, uh, Paige, and Last Jedi, cute too, and you know, I know you don't like Rose, but I like me some Rose, and she got, you know what, we didn't, we'll talk about this later, but uh, Kelly Marie Tran got a super huge ovation. Um, a lot of people know uh, the the online bullying that closed that kind of made her close her uh, social medias but the star wars fans gave her a thunderous love when she was announced so actually i think i had audio playing in it so um yeah anyways uh yeah tolly uh, she was super cool and so i got that wandered around the showroom a little bit um still buzzing from episode nine because <laughs> yeah. i was trying to share in different facebook groups i'm in and uh, we're we're both kind of doing the story, and I kind of forgot about Twitter because my battery was dying. Then that was just like that was a lot. That was a lot of social media today. We're, I'm I'm sorry for the double post that I know we have, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was like it was kind of crazy. Like being here as in quotations media since we're not media, but trying to like enjoy it for yourself, but cover it for you guys. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna take a few con- conventions to get it under my belt. Yeah, because we're doing. Uh, I'm tweeting stuff and taking video that I'm kind of elbowing. Uh, Ryan during the the recording like hey okay take this take this yeah, so I was I was like oh this is so amazing and then it's like oh 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 I gotta work I gotta yeah. work <laughs> so and I you know I want to let you enjoy it too um, sorry we're just moving because there's some people oh, those are blocked off I guess we'll walk past them we'll be gorilla. this is gorilla footage here uh, one of my big things I did was the uh, I helped out our good friends Richard and Sarah with the Skywalker through Neverland their podcast show which went off awesome so if you head to their facebook page and watch it was supposed to be live stream but the reception even with the wi-fi was so bad that um i just wanted a video not video because what is video 
recording it on my phone, so, um, but it is on there. And that was super fun. Ran into some friends that you meet online and stuff that Sandra, she's been a guest on our show twice. Uh, met her in person, Trisha Barr and Teresa Delgado, also a fangirls going rogue. And I'll be helping out with their podcast show tomorrow. And hear that? That is the Chicago wind. <laughs> we just walked outside. It's going to sound amazing, so we might we might, sh- might cut it. <laughs> yeah, so we had a lot of fun. And also, uh, after the skywalking page, nope, the sirens too, more Chicago. Um, <laughs> sorry, Chicago, I love you. Uh, followed Fangirls Going Rogue because I had an interview with Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano, and the, the big boss lady of her universe. So I was doing some... Uh, uh, paparazzi type photographing while they they were interviewing and uh, buddy Brian Sims was their photographer and Richard was a cameraman so we we're all just uh, podcast family doing that so I will be helping out with their show tomorrow while Ryan unfortunately has to leave but we are going to attend the Galaxy's Edge panel again in the Wintrust Arena so uh, any last words about today? I'm hungry. Couldn't have said that better. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, but you're listening to this now, so we'll see you in about two seconds. And uh, here's some weird sound effect or music cue or something. So, okay, day three. Justin Timberlake playing in the background because we are at the waiting for the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to life. Or no, it's called bringing Star Wars Galaxy Edge to life at Disney Parks presentation and the Wintrust Auditorium. Ryan's last panel. We're going out with a bang here. What are you hoping to see? Um, I don't even know. Just more information, like uh, food. Let's just be real. More food. I don't know about food. I want to smell the food. I want to taste the food. Um, But yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, we saw that this presentation was going to be like it's scheduled for 11 to 12.30, so pretty much a long, at least an hour panel like last time. We've gotten a lot of news from Galaxy's Edge in the last couple of weeks. A lot of images, you know, then the display that's out on the floor. So it's like, what surprises are we going to get here? So, um, yeah, we're really excited. We, we got handed a card on the way in for, let me see exactly what it says. It says here... Giveaway Redemption Voucher, bringing the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to life at Disney Parks, and return this, and so we're getting something. Uh, could it be a lightsaber churro? Would it be a concept, uh, was it those concept art posters? A lightsaber? What do you think? What do you hope for? Or what do you, I don't know. What do you What do you think? Uh, laying a lightsaber would be pretty cool. I think that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, and hopefully it's those lightsabers. Me and Udi have been talking about it. Uh, the patent they were working on on this lightsaber they're trying to sell at Galaxy's Edge. And, like, screen accurate, retractable, light-up sound effects. That would be amazing. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for this day. Uh, this is Ryan's, like, he's going to spend half the day here. So what are your plans? Just in case we happen to separate again. Hopefully we won't, but... What, what are you hoping to see after this panel? Uh, we'll pick up my gift real quick. Um, and then a really cool member of the 
Celebration Connections is going to hook me up with the uh, Hasbro figures, so grab those. And then uh, I'm guessing it'll be around 2 o'clock, 2.30, and then I'll have to head out. Back to, back to my igloo. Igloo. I just remember what Kaya said. She's like, oh, I thought people in Canada live in cabins. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll be talking to Kaya and Michelle and Alicia later. They're friends we're staying with, and everybody's got their agendas here. So <laughs> we see each other at the beginning and at night, then <laughs> separate. But yeah, man, I'm going to miss you. Uh, Hasbro. Oh, yeah, we're getting some galactic images around the area here. Um, can you remind people what the Hasbro, what, you're, what exactly you're getting there? Oh, yes. the uh, So if you guys remember back in 99 when the Phantom Menace came out, they had those the pa- like quarter-inch, three-quarter-inch, three-three-quarter-inch figures in the Darth Maul packaging, and they've remade the Darth Maul and Obi-Wan, but in six-inch figures exclusive to the convention, which is pretty cool. Yeah, which is the the Black Series size. But, yeah, the packaging is also, and so on with the Darth Maul on the cover. Um, and, yeah, these are super cool. So, glad you're getting those. You got the Ray Park football. You're going to have your own little Ray Park Darth Maul corner now. <laughs> so, cool. So, yeah, we're just going to check out here for a little bit. Uh, we're going to wait. Then, of course, we're going to have audio from some of the announcements and whoever's talking. Hopefully, we'll see uh, Bob Iger maybe on stage talking because we know he's excited about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which opens in just over a month at Disneyland. So, it's crunch time. Super excited. So, okay. We'll be right back after these quick whatever, I don't know. fell down the stairs. Great stuff. And you're here to see uh, bringing Star Wars Galaxy Edge to life at the Disney parks. You excited about this? Yeah! And I've been down and I've seen the construction and uh, it all looks very, very exciting. But today you're going to learn more about it, more detail than you've ever learned before. So uh, uh, I hope you're looking forward to that. Um, I'm here just to kind of say hi, really, as the host of this stage. Um, and, uh, yeah, hi. And... Uh, <laughs> And we're going to play a few games, and, uh, and I'm going to tell you about you know what else is on this stage during celebration. Um, today, if you're if you're up for this, between 1:30 and 2:30, the galaxy premiere of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Fortified today, the lovely Ashley Eckstein will be hosting Sisters of the Force, a celebration of women and Star Wars. There's mostly a cheer from the women. Was there a few chaps in there? Yeah! 
And uh, tomorrow, of course, very exciting show at 11 o'clock, The Mandalorian. This is all very mysterious, but hopefully tomorrow we'll learn more about this brand new show. Uh, 1.30 to 2.30, conversation with Alan Tudyk. So Alan, join me on the stage. Legendary actor, who we most know and love from from K2SO. But of course, Alan's a hugely successful and prolific actor and has done loads more stuff so we'll explore all of that as well. Got your Mickey Mouse ears on? Yes. See, I know why you're here because this is of course about the Disney parks, yeah? Yes. So what are you most excited about Galaxy's Edge? Um, I'm really excited for the new ride. The new ride? Yes. Okay, and what do you expect that to be? Uh, the Millennium Falcon will actually get to pilot it, which is like a dream come true. Is it really? Yeah. Fantastic. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you as well. Great to meet you. Hey, how's it going? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Oh, you have a little Ewok purse here. I do. Is this one you can buy or did you make this? Perfect day. It's a Japanese Ewok here. And what is it? What's inside? Money? Swag. 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 picture then with the swaggy Ewok. (laughs) Excellent. See the ribbon around the the arena here? Look, it's a little Ewok ribbon. Somebody's running away. These are great, these animations. Fantastic. Let's see who else we've got. Somebody's waving at me. They're trying to get my attention back here. Can I please get your autograph? Yeah, okay. You're going to start something. You realize that, though. It's going to be $25. No, it's not, Elliot. No. It's $100. Yeah. No problem. Nice to see you. How's it going? Nice to meet you. Hello. How are you? I'm sorry? How are you? Pretty well, and how I are see, you? I see you're in, uh, in cosplay here today. I am, I'm Nora Jade. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. <laughs> and, uh, is that your favorite character? Um, she was until Rebels. Yeah! Oh. Hayden stole my heart. Really? Sorry, boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't look very happy about this. Why aren't you dressed up as well? Uh, money. Money? <laughs> okay, that's a good reason. That's a good reason. How are you doing? I've got a patch here from yeah, the garrison. A, yeah, the Dutch garrison, Dutch garrison, party squad. Party squad. I thought because uh, Mark Daniel and, and DJ Ellen already have one, you should have one as well. Thank so. you very much for that. You know what, I've collected so many patches this weekend, I could make a whole item of clothing just with patches. Yeah, I'll just put <laughs> yeah. it on the wall or something. <laughs> Fantastic. We've got a guy back here. It's Indiana Jones, yeah? Yes, sir. Ah, why? Well, I thought this was the Indy 5 panel, but I guess I was mistaken. <laughs> you are very much mistaken, yes. But uh, all the same, it's a good look. Still very excited, though, Galaxy Days. It's going to be awesome. It will be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to learn more, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to go around the back here and over here. And then we need to find somebody to play my game as well. Hello, lady, there you've got an Ewok purse. Have you seen that? Well done. Do you like that purse? Do you use it or just have it for, you know... I have it just for you. Do you? Oh, thank you very much. It's lovely, though. No, I didn't mean you give it up. I wasn't taking it from you. I'm just looking at it. Now, was this made with real Ewok? No. Okay, so no Ewoks died to make this purse? No. Okay, plans are good. It's a, it's a very eco-friendly purse there. Great stuff. Here's somebody. Who's this? We've got people arriving late over here. Let's go and talk to these guys here. Let's talk to him. Yeah, is this a valid ticket here? Hello. Have you got a problem with your ticket? Yes, because I'm French. Because you're French? Yeah, French. What's wrong with your ticket? I don't know. Yeah, what's the matter with this ticket? Ticket. Have you got a good ticket? No ticket. ticket. Yeah, <laughs> ticket. How many times can we say ticket it's in the French next <laughs> Do you know what's going on? Nobody, do you know what day it is? Anyone? <laughs> wow, there we go. 
Easy go. Will you let me go? Spin now. Love. You would not let you go. Spin now. Spin now. You will not let you go. that Disney Parks has to offer. On your visit to Batu, checking out the Black Spire Outpost, you're going to get to hear things and see things that no one else is going to see. Until opening day, of course. But it's going to be fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at Star Wars Celebration. Make sure to have a fabulous time. Meet as many people as possible. Stage. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy bringing Star Wars Galaxy Edge to life at Disney Parks. Today, some new things, some things you guys are going to be hearing first. 
We think that's appropriate because you guys are our biggest Star Wars fans. We want you to hear these things first. Sound good? So let's kick that off. Uh, I'm actually going to be announcing something that might be a very, very special way for somebody maybe even in this room to take a very special visit to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Right? A program I'm so proud of and so excited to announce to you guys for the first time. So, for almost 20 years, Imagineering and the FIRST organization have partnered to support and inspire young minds in science, technology, engineering, and math. And now, Disney, Lucasfilm, and FIRST are taking that relationship and we're jumping into hyperspace. And I'm super proud to announce that FIRST is now an official Force for Change partnership. Yeah. Now, if you don't know this organization, I, I can't wait to share some more about it with you. This is an amazing global organization that, you know, out of whom we might find the next set of great droid builders or cosplay creators or maybe somebody who can finally fix a hyperspace compressor. I don't know. But in any case, instead of me telling you about this program, I think it'd actually be best to hear from some of the folks who know it better than I do, including a very special Star Wars guest. So let's roll that in. At face value, first is a robot competition. But at the end of the day, it's so much more than that. I'm very excited to announce that Disney and Lucasfilm are teaming up with first as part of the Star Wars Force for Change philanthropic initiative. My favorite thing about FIRST is my students are learning how to work together, they're learning how to be team players, they're learning how to be leaders, and also to express themselves. They build self-confidence in STEM. STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. My brain is filled with different things I didn't know before. There's innovation, there's teamwork, there's problem solving. And then you have mentors that are actually in the field that can tell you, oh, this is why this works, and this is the science behind it. And you're like, oh, wow, that makes so much sense. They're really working together towards one goal, and that's building a robot, building a good team, and just having fun. Growing up in Dubai, I was never very into science or math as a kid, but I was able to kind of pique my interest in STEM once I came here to the U.S. I took that framework and that critical thinking background and applied it to my actual community in real life, which was the Muslim community. It turned out that there's a lack of confidence and ability for these young Muslim girls in STEM, and I solved that by being the one to pass down my knowledge and see them thrive in that environment. My childhood was a little bit rough. I didn't spend a lot of time with my dad. I didn't have those hands-on activities such as like fixing a car, building a treehouse. My first experience has given me the skills to become a better person within myself and to my community. Star Wars has always been a leader in the latest technological developments. Now, with the Disney Imagineers bringing Star Wars to life with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, this is a really exciting year for the saga. This year, Star Wars Force for Change is working specifically with FIRST to inspire their youth community to use their technology and robotic skills to be forces for good. Together, 
will bring hands-on learning opportunities and mentorship to more young people around the world. Force for Change is now looking to help support kids from those different backgrounds and demographics that haven't been exposed to FIRST Robotics. It's giving these students the skills they need to become the future designers of the next R2D2. Technology has been seamlessly woven into the fabric of our everyday lives. And Lucasfilm, Disney, and FIRST are continuing to inspire a new generation of heroes. Be a force for change and help us spread awareness of FIRST, global robotics community that empowers young people to help shape the future. Visit the official Star Wars Twitter account at twitter.com slash Star Wars to find out how to enter for a chance to win a trip to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Resort. Star Wars Celebration! Make some noise, raise your sabers, and put your hands together for your host, Josh Gale! Welcome. Keep your eye out. Uh, an announcement here first. What you just saw is going to be a new series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh, they're replacing me with Alan Tudyk. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Uh, this is so crazy. I can't believe we're doing this again. So exciting. I really, I, I can't believe it. Disney bought me as part of the Fox acquisition, so I can't believe we're doing it again. But you guys know I love Star Wars. How about that trailer yesterday? <laughs> Don't worry, my phone calls have already started to Daisy Ridley, by the way. That's not a joke you really have. I, I wish that I could go back in time and speak to little Josh and be like, one day we're going to be a part of the Star Wars legacy and he'd be like, we're going to make the movies and I'd be like, no, we're going to host panels in random cities every other year and he'd be like, do we get to host film panels? And I'd be like, well, one year, but then Stephen Colbert will do the other one. And then he'd be like, I don't understand Stephen Colbert from The Daily Show. And I'd be like, no, he hosts The Late Show now. And he'd be like, this all sounds so weird. And I'd be like, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. And then we'd eat our pain away together. Uh, who else is so excited about having a place, a planet, no less, to live out the adventures we've always imagined? Me too. And I have so many questions, and again, I have not gotten the answers I've wanted, so after my call to Bob, Bobby I, uh, I was able to put a panel together of experts that will give you the answers to all of my questions. Let's put our hands together for our panelists, folks. The Mark Hamill of his generation, Scott Trowbridge. Asa Kalama. Margaret Harrison. Doug Chang. This is so exciting. I'm so excited. Matt, are you old enough to be on this panel? I just barely squeaked through. <laughs> it's like a bunch of elders and a little boy that they brought. <laughs> it's part of the Disney College program. 
Get your driver's license. Come host a panel. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. I'm as excited as these guys are. Now, before we get started, tell us a little bit about the part, the role that all of you play in this. Sure. So I'm Scott Trowbridge, and I'm the luckiest guy in the world because I get to spend pretty much every day helping to bring Star Wars to life in our Disney parks and resorts around the world uh, and make 40 years of dreaming come true for, for me and hopefully for some of you as well. And my you can clap, is, don't be afraid. Give the man applause. Yes, he's doing it for us, he said. So we're almost. Can you tell us everything about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? How much time do we have? Uh, there's like a Mission Impossible clock ticking backwards, so not much time. Okay, so. well then, probably not everything, because we also, just like I told you, we want to see it for yourself when you can see it in person. But we do have some things we want to share with you today to give you a bit of a taste about what Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to be about. Amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, if anybody doesn't know about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, just real quickly, it is a it is a planet, it is a new place, it's a remote trading port somewhere on the edge of wild space, a place that, you know, in the old days might have been a little more prominent as it was a necessary stopping off point to refuel and provision for this part of the, you know, this, this edge of the galaxy, kind of on the transition to wild space. But now with the advent of hyperspace and faster than light travel, it's kind of fallen in prominence a little bit. And it's actually now a place where you're going to find more of the, the people who don't want to be in the mainstream, the smugglers, the rogue traders, the, the adventurers who are looking to crew up for some adventure into wild space. You know, basically it's all the interesting people. And a place for us to start our Star Wars story. And that's what we want this whole thing to be about. It's about an opportunity for you to feel like you, you can participate in Star Wars, not just be a spectator in the world of Star Wars. And so to do that, we've had to create a place that is big. This is the biggest project Disney's ever done, uh, and we're doing two of them, one in California, one in Florida. It's also the most epic and the most immersive experience, I think, that we've done ever. Everything is got this focus on authenticity, attention to detail, immersiveness, whether you're going through the street markets of Black Spire Outpost, kind of shopping for some unique trinket that's only available on this planet, or, you know, and everything everything on, in that street market feels like it was made by people on that planet for people on that planet. So all the merchandise, all the products that are there have that special kind of authentic feeling like you'd see it only in the world of Star Wars. Or maybe you want to sample some for the first time. We could bring Star Wars to life with all your senses. So maybe sampling some of the food or drink. Uh, at the end Ooh, of the now you have my interest. <laughs> yeah. So this is one of my favorites. So at the end of the street market, someone's taken an old pod racing engine. They've turned it on its end, and they're using it to spit roast these giant hunks of <laughs> space meat, let's say. Space meat. <laughs> it is delicious. Oh. Let me tell you, it's delicious. Hashtag but if you don't want to just kind of shop and snack, which is okay. No, that's what I want. No, that's fine. That's fine. We have some other adventures, some more active adventures for you, because we have two big anchor attraction experiences. This one, what is this, the name of this hunk of junk? I can't remember. The, that's right, the Millennium Falcon. Right. So who here wants to fly on the Millennium Falcon? Well, we're going to give you that opportunity not just to fly on the Millennium Falcon, to become the flight crew. To, you know, to, to kind of take those controls for yourself and really take the, this, the fastest ship in the galaxy on a customized, truly interactive mission. Um, it's truly a lot of fun. And I've, I get to actually fly the Falcon sometimes, so I know that it's actually a lot of fun. I'm sorry, I, didn't, I know you don't want to. I know you're so angry. I know, I know. All right. 
But that's not so. We we actually shared previously. Maybe some of you have seen this before. A little bit of a a little bit of a taste about what it's like to be in that cockpit and to flip those switches and to take those controls. Maybe we could actually. Play you guys want to see it again? Yeah. Let's see it. Okay. Let's do it with subwoofers. Smuggler's Run, I can tell you, yeah, it's going to be super fun, can't wait for you guys to see this and try it, fly it for yourself, um, but you know, that's not the only thing that's going to be. I didn't ask you that question, but please go on. No, but I, I'm just telling you, I want, I want to know I want more, you what know. else is there, Scott? So opening later this year, we have another big attraction as part of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It's called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it is the most epic, it is the biggest, it is the, the, one of the most complex attraction experiences that we or anybody else has ever built. So if you go outside of the village, go outside of Black Spire Outpost, in the forested area, in the remains of the ancient ruins, as we often do, that's where we find the resistance. And they're encamped there. And they're looking for new recruits. That's going to be us. But because it's Star Wars, not everything goes according to plan. And we might even find ourselves prisoners of the First Order and captive on board a Star Destroyer. I know. And if you've ever really been on a Star Destroyer, it's not a lot of fun. You want to get off that Star Destroyer, and that's what exactly what we're going to do. Um, you know, it, 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 because of Star Wars, it is going to be epic. This is the biggest attraction we've ever built. It is filled with... I've heard rumors that there's, like, a, an extravagant amount of time that you spend in this attraction, like a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> it's more than that. It's more than that. Because it should be epic because... Star Wars, right? Yeah, that's why we're going big with this attraction. Um, and so, listen, I don't want to give it away, but you know, you're going to face the First Order. You may even come face to face with Kylo Ren. I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> and if you can survive that, Ray, cool. just shake your head yes or no. Poe. Oh, yeah. BB-8. Oh, I let's cannot stop wait. There. Okay, let's stop there. So, yes, all of those fan favorites. Admiral Athbar. I've, I've got some bad news. Too soon, John. Too soon. Sorry. I've got some Too bad soon. news. Just, no! Cool, this looks. But I, I sort of have an authenticity question for you, Doug. Because as we all know, you've had your hand on this for a long time. You know this world better than anyone. How accurate is it? And be honest. You can speak garbage about all of them. Now's your chance. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. What amazes me about yeah, this uh, video us. <laughs> is that there is no movie magic behind this. This is these are all real attraction experiences and places that guests will actually get to visit. Okay. And I'm gonna ask it because I've had this question for a while now. So why a new planet as opposed to something like tattooing? Why are we going to a brand new planet? Well, when we were trying to figure out what the land should be, we kind of started to explore all the different places we could take our guests. You know, like Tatooine, or maybe even Mustafar. And, but okay, when you think about it, those places are a reflection of the characters that they represent. For example, I mean, when you think about Tatooine in New Hope, Luke is a moisture farmer. He's, he's a simple person, and he wants to escape this uh, mundane life. He wants to, you know, he has a longing for adventure. And so the bleak desert landscape reflects this emptiness. And so when we approach our designs for the environments, we really want to design the environments with purpose. 
Well, that was important because as we sat down, we started designing Black Spire Outpost. It wasn't about a, a single person. It wasn't about Luke or Anakin's journey. It, it was about your journey. And, and that was really, I think, the turning point designed for us. And we said, you know what? It's really about you. You are that rogue adventurer, that scoundrel, that, you know, that, that person on the edge of wild space. And that was the moment. I, I mean, I remember sitting at the table, you know, when we, when we said, you know what? This is it. This is the, this is the switch that we need to flip to really start to think about crafting a place that no, we've never been before. It was a little scary for us at the same time because, you know, we we know as fans, we want to go visit those classic places, but at the same time, we wanted to build a place that, depending on the, the, the new stories, the new characters that come to life, that you could go and have those moments with them in a land that, that was timeless. And, and that was really, I think, the, 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 I think, the hurdle that we got over in design that really took us to Black Spire. Yeah, we've actually, we've already started telling some stories in the publishing space. Uh, in Thrawn Alliances, we actually get to see Grand Admiral Thrawn and Darth Vader go to Oga's Cantina at, at Black Spire. So it's, it's been in, in, in where legends have gone. Uh, we are also coming out with uh, a couple other new stories, which include uh, Black Spire, which will tell the story of how the Resistance uh, got to Batu as well as a five-part uh, Marvel miniseries that will explore some of the antiques in Doc's uh, antique shop and how they got there. And in addition to that, if you haven't read it yet, uh, Pirate's Price will explain. Yeah, and if you, if you haven't listened to the audiobook, it's, it's amazing. Uh, so Pirate's Price actually shows how Hondo uh, has possession of the Millennium Falcon and his kind of uneasy partnership with Chewbacca. Incredible. That's Doc Omdar, right? Doc Omdar? Yes. Correct. And do we learn how Doc uh, got his medical license? <laughs> well, he attended Northwestern um, here in Chicago. Podiatry, I think, is his That's that kind of Doc. Yeah. No, let's, let's, but let's talk about Doc. I mean, I'm excited because we really haven't, I think, said much about him, um, you know, other than, you know, little hints. By the way, anyone catch He was actually mentioned in Solo. Did anyone catch it? Um, so, yeah, there's a moment in Solo where they talk about Dakindar. It's brief, but, um, yeah, he was introduced there for the first time. But Dakindar, he is this Thorian figure. Matter of fact, here's the image of him. Um, this is the animatronic figure that's in this space. Incredible detail. I mean, he is everything you would want out of an Thorian. Um, he's, you know, he's big and he's gritty and he's got an amazing personality. He is not necessarily the nicest guy on this planet. He is the head of the black market. So if you really want that obscure, one-of-a-kind, unique piece of merchandise, this is the guy you got to seek out. you got to go and you got to barter for it. You actually have to work uh, to, you know, maybe purchase something from his shop. And he has an amazing collection. We, no matter, you know, what I love about this project is because we're timeless, it doesn't matter when you come into the franchise or we're a fan of what part of this franchise. If you love the prequels, if you love the, the original trilogy, the current trilogy, the standalone films, the Clone Wars, we hit, we place things in Doc and Dar's shop for all of you. There's so many Easter eggs in this shop. I've lost track of what we've put in this yeah, shop. Yeah, we lost Pablo and Matt into the den, and they were like, oh my gosh, that's from Phantom Menace, and that's from that. And they were like freaking out, and we're like, that's exactly what we, we want, want right yeah. there. Heaven. Like, even right now, just looking at the picture, I just want to start examining the things in the background. It's really, really cool. And so it's, it's, it's exciting because it's, once again, you can, you can purchase even lightsabers in this shop. But they're not the lights, you know, they're amazing lightsabers, but they're... Not the only lightsabers that we're going to have for sale in the land. Ooh, now you're piquing my interest. Uh, I want to talk for a second about the design scheme because I, I noticed that you guys have like a very Moroccan market vibe to it. Did you do a lot of exploration in, in discovering that and landing on that? Did you guys go anywhere to sort of take a look at places? 
Yeah, we do. You know, as Imagineers always do, we do our. We like to. You guys just go to Epcot, and we're like, okay. We did. We went to Morocco and Epcot. Um, You know, it was you know very short trip. But no, we. uh, What do you smell as you walk through stores? I know that's a weird thing to say, right? But you mentioned Monterey Rose for Scott, and walking through the marketplace, you're hearing the market. You're, you're, you know, it's got these amazing senses that are taking place. But then the, the smell of the Ronto being roasted on this giant spit is a uh, mm, unique meat. thing. Yeah, space meat. Yeah. What does the space meat taste like? Can you tell us? You think it smells like? like it tastes like job. falafel. Much shawarma. Shawarma, yeah, space shawarma. Yeah. I want some space shore. And try the Minoc jerky as well. Yes, the Minoc jerky is delicious. Uh, any any blue milk? Uh, well, we do. Yeah, but it's not just about, you know, they're also, yes, uh, things that you might, yes. And green milk. Yes, blue and green milk. What does the blue and green milk taste like? Uh, well, Please don't say shore. It, it does not taste like shore. <laughs> but you know what? For 40 years, we've wondered, right? And now when you come to Black Spire Outpost, you're actually going to find out for yourself. Do we have a video? You said more pictures. More pictures. I brought more pictures. Show it to us. So I want to show you this and see if you can figure out, I'm sure you will, what it is we're talking about and what is this new thing that we're bringing into the world of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. What was that? Look, there. Someone who could help make that happen. To talk about how we were able to bring this great thing uh, into the world of stars, I want to introduce somebody from the Coca-Cola Company, uh, Brad Spickert and Matt Cooper, who've been working with us on this project to help bring Star Wars to life. Brad, Matt, hey, you brought you brought things. Aren't these cool? I just think these are so cool. Yeah, I think they're awesome too. Why? Why was Coca-Cola? Willing to come and play with us in the world of Star Wars, excited about coming into the world of Star Wars with us. Yeah. Well, as you know, Scott, Coke and Disney enjoy a tremendous partnership. And I think uh, one, of the, one of the reasons for that is we share a lot of attributes. One of the most important ones of those, I think, is the ability to inspire moments of happiness and magic in people's lives. Sounds awesome. And so when we found out about Galaxy's Edge, we knew we had to keep doing that in a way that was authentic to Batu. And we translate the Coca-Cola name into more than 100 languages. But now, being able to share them for the first time in Arabic with this crowd here at Celebration. Yeah. You guys are first. You're seeing this first. Truly, truly takes my breath away. I would say yeah, the drinks are great, but the star of the show is DJ Rex. Oh, yes. This is what I was going to ask you. Now, are we talking Rex from Star Tours Rex? Yes, that's what we are talking about. Yes, uh, Rex, this was before you were born, Rex was a uh, pilot on Star Tours. Yeah, it was. I loved him, I loved Rex as a kid. So how did he get on to Batuu? 
So, I mean, despite just, just graduating high school, um, I'm a bit of a historian, so I've looked into Rex. Um, no, I'm actually a huge Rex fan, and when I found out when the Imagineers were talking about bringing Rex back for the cantina, my brain immediately started spinning. I'm like, I, I need to figure out the story that gets him from Star Tours to here. And I, I guess I kind of wrote a little bit of fan fiction. <laughs> a little bit. Um, it was like 17 pages it long. It was really long. that had to take place. We called that a book, by the <laughs> way. Oh, sorry, guys. But uh, I, I guess the short story is basically Rex kind of flunked his way out of Star Tours, eventually through some misadventures, found his way to the Rebellion. Uh, in the, the final battle of the Galactic Civil War, the Battle of Jakku, um, and a very epic uh, TIE fighter chase, he ends up crash-landing on Batu. There he is rescued by the local droid smith, Mubo, where he's uh, repaired and made into a, a DJ for Oga's Cantina. Okay, alright, so we know he's a DJ, which leads me into my next question. What kind of music can we expect? Are we thinking the stylings of Figrin Dan and the modal notes, or is it... Well, I mean, everyone loves that classic cantina sound that we've heard, uh, you know, for 40 years that comes from a cantina. And Figger and Dan, we, we wanted to kind of bring that bring that to this cantina as well, but not that same song that we've heard, right? That, you know, we assume that Figger and Dan, they probably had other hits, right? And so we've got some other music that is in that same style that would be... I want you to stop talking around my question okay. and play something for this audience. Oh, you guys want to hear that? Okay, this is another Star Wars celebration first. You guys are the first to hear this. This is another another song from Figure and Dan and the Modal Notes. Let's play it. Be sad. Sound. Do we have anything else? Do we have maybe another sample? We brought, for you, for me, we brought something else. Yes. So it's not just that classic cantina sound that makes up the music of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We've actually expanded the repertoire greatly. We have got so much really, really, really fun stuff that we are going to uh, be able to unveil to you when you get there. But as a quick little teaser, uh, I want to play one of Rex's favorites. And this is from an all-droid band. And kind of like Rex, they don't always get it right the whole time. But it's one of Rex's favorites. It's one of my favorites. Let's listen to another track that we might hear in Oga's Cantina. It's like a, it's it's very cool. It's like an all okay, yeah, okay. What do you think? It's amazing. Okay, it's like an all-troid version of Hamilton. That's awesome. I, I, I guess they're not going to throw away their bots. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, just oh wow. All right, we need to, we need to speed this one up. Hondo uh, Onaka is a is a very He's a phenomenal boss, but he doesn't take too kindly to those bringing his ship back in uh, in rough shape. Oh, uh, I absolutely love Hondo Naka. What was it like to bring such an awesome character that hasn't been in the films yet into this world? Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, go ahead. It's, uh, I had a chance to see um, Hondo up close, and his transformation and evolution from animated life to real life 
has been, it, it's uncanny. I mean, we went down and got the, you know, all the details right, including getting Jim Cummings to do the voice work. And it, wow. this, this skull that we're seeing here, it's amazing. It was actually based off of a sketch that Dave Filoni had done a long time ago. He'd always sort of wondered what Hondo might look like when he's older. Um, so working with Dave Filoni and uh, the amazing team uh, led by Neil Scanlon, we were able to bring Hondo from animated form uh, into real life. Right, I hope you guys have something to show us. Yeah, of course, absolutely. So, what we'd love to roll for you now is actually a, a clip of the uh, Hondo Onaka, the boss man himself of Onaka Transport Solutions. Yes, yes. Hello, hello, my friends. I am Hondo Onaka, and this is Onaka Transport Solutions. Today, I am offering the opportunity of a lifetime. I need flight crews to transport this valuable merchandise across the galaxy. Pilots to navigate, engineers to operate the ship, and gunners to defend the shipments. And that is where you come in. That's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's Hondo. That is Hondo. And I love that you guys brought in Jim Cummings. You know, everybody here know who Jim Cummings is. He's like the most incredible voice talent ever. He, he does Winnie the Pooh. He does Tigger. My greatest fear in life is one day I'm going to get a phone call saying... Olaf is now going to be played by Jim Cummings. Um, but it, it's just insane. So I digress. Margaret, who else do we have in this We've world? worked with so many incredible voice sober actors. And uh, one of the ones that we definitely wanted to bring back for DJ Rex is Paul Rubens. So we were super excited to bring him back. And no one was more excited than Paul. He was really great to work with. He really, really was. And he brought in a lot of inspiration and new lines for us. And you, let's just say you will be thoroughly entertained in Oga's Cantina. Anybody else? Well, I think that's the kind of, the, that attention to detail that I think you guys want from us, right? That level of authenticity and kind of going back to these, you know, to the classics, if you will, and making sure we're doing this right. And I'll tell you that we're putting so much love and kind of passion into making sure that we're kind of working in a way that we think you would want us to, that we are going back to some of these folks like like, like Paul and like, and like Jim Cummings. And, and, you know, one of my favorite examples of this is, anybody know this character? Yeah. So, I love this story because Nainam, when he was voiced in his original appearance, was voiced by uh, a young man who was a student in the in the Bay Area at the time. Actually, was from Kenya um, and spoke a unique dialect and had a unique sounding voice. But then time passed and. And, and this gentleman whose name is Kip Sang Rodich went back to Africa, and we kind of lost tr track of him. But when we decided we were going to bring Nainam back for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, we actually went to Kenya, tracked him down to record the original voice actor for Nainam to play uh, to play in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, because we think that's the kind of thing you would want us to do. That's crazy. I love that you guys couldn't just call him on the phone and say, can you go to a recording studio? You all had to fly to Kenya. Truly, and you can, you can testify to this, I did stand in front of the Millennium Falcon and I started to cry. And I, and I genuinely, it could, it, there was a lot of pollen in the air that day, but it, 
It genuinely is, I think, you've given all of us a gift that I don't think anybody's fully prepared for. And I just want to thank you all. I cannot wait to go back, get on these rides, which I did not get to do, so don't come at me with pitchforks yet. Um, but to experience this when it opens, um, and promise me, promise all of us, that this is just the beginning. Uh, it absolutely is. You know, as I said, we have a lot of Star Wars stories to tell. There's an unlimited number of places we can go, characters we can meet, adventures that we can become a part of. We're, we're so glad that we're able to make Black Spire Outpost um, the launching point for, for not only those stories, but for your story. And we're so grateful for the opportunity, the time you guys spent with us today, because I, I, I want you to know, I'm kind of getting emotional now. Aww. 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 <laughs> I have a warm hug. Um, <laughs> Okay. Thank you. How about another so, kiss on the cheek? Yeah. No. No. Oh. Oh. Okay, sweetie. Thank you. So, you guys, hopefully you guys, I want you to know how much love and passion we're putting into this. We're, we're, we're Star Wars fans. We represent an amazing collection of other Imagineers and our folks that are at the parks. Actually, because they care so much about the fan base, the leadership of of Disneyland and Walt Disney World are in this room with you right now because they want to spend time with you guys, the fans. They're here somewhere. That's how much we care. And you know, and we're doing this for you. We are we are really we're really kind of trying to do this with a fan kind of sensibility. So we're so grateful you spent time with us today. We hope you like what we've put so much love and passion into. Um, and when you get to come and see it, you know, uh, we hope that it's uh, like the culmination of 40 years of dreaming about stepping into that world of Star Wars. Oh, get it together, Scott. Stop crying. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for making the time to come today. Thank you guys for having me back. Let's give everybody a hand, please. As we leave, we want to treat you guys to some more of John Williams' incredible music from Star Wars Galaxy. It's the first time the entire concert suite has been heard publicly. Enjoy the rest of your celebration. Okay, we met up again. We are in the showroom. We are out of the Galaxy's Edge panel. Uh, what'd you think of that? Uh, I think we saw a lot of it already. Like, so I w there's a couple of things, but I was I, I was disappointed mm -hmm. in it just because I think we saw a lot of what they showed in the past, like what two weeks ish. They should have just saved it. Yeah, like the videos they showed. We'll, we'll go to the first videos, like the. The Spunglers run, yeah, that's been on YouTube for the last month. The Rise of the Resistance, that's been out since the same time. We did get more of the John Williams score, which is awesome. Uh, the new stuff they did show, like the actual, the voice of Hondo was cool. Um, I thought they were going to give us a little bit more. So we got we got a little bit of the backstory. They plugged the books and comics. Um, the Space Soda was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think... It, it was an it, it was informative, but yeah, it kind of a letdown for you know it being labeled as one of the big panels, the marquee panel of Saturday, and it looked like there's more people excited about the Fallen Jedi that we didn't get to go in because we had to get out here, and we did get our Space Oda T-shirts from Coca-Cola, which is super cool. Currently selling at three hundred fifty dollars on eBay, and that's just minutes later. So what will they be tomorrow? Um, still excited for the land? I mean, what what would? Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't make me. Less excited. Um, not that saying it was a waste of time this morning, but like we could have done other things. We could have just watched the YouTube videos again. Kind of cool to see Josh Gad in person. 
Um, yeah, but yeah, it, mo- 90% of that stuff we'd already seen. We got some new music, which is cool, some of the bar, the cantina music, but yeah. Yeah, and Josh Gad was definitely the highlight of the panel, so to me that was worth it. Um, as you were talking, I'm just thinking in the background, like the not, not much of a letdown, but with just the high the anticipation of episode 9, it just seems like even Galaxy's Edge, everything else fails to comparison so far at this convention. No, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing because I am having a ball. I know you're having a crazy t- good time. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, but my body is finished. I am breaking down, and I need to go home. Yes, yeah, so he's getting ready to leave. The young, the young, better shape than this old guy, but, you know, I got more con con experience. So I, I this is a, <laughs> I know. He, he was in New York. I, I'm giving him crap, but, no, we, we're having a blast, and there's a slave guy, Leia, just walked by, so that looks interesting. Um, but to each his own. Uh, that's awesome still because we saw Slave Leia George Lucas last night we'll be posting pictures later uh, we will be I recorded in case I haven't played it yet I did record the entire presentation of uh, Galaxy's Edge with Josh Gad and Doug Chain was cool seeing because he's like this generation's Ralph McQuarrie the main art designer for the prequel trilogy so that was super cool this kid has an awesome poster I wonder what it is oh it's a Rebels do I miss a Rebels panel? Dang it. No, it's Jedi right now. Clone Jedi. I think it's at three. You have time to go over there and line up. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. But, um... Gorilla, gorilla footage, everyone. That's right. Um, oh my god, that's awesome. I can't even describe what they are, but they're pretty cool. Um, so the three days you were here, this was actually... Well, we'll call it two and a half. But in the past, this has been a three-day pres- uh, convention, so... You did experience, the, I would say you did experience a big chunk of celebration. What has been your favorite part of this uh, three days? The Emperor's Crackle. <laughs> what does that sound like? Can't. Can't even do it. Ah, oh, dang it. Okay. Um, I can't, but I don't want to right now. But, um, whoa. And meeting people from, like, friends online that I've been talking to for, like, three, four years and finally, like, literally bumping into them and making a bunch of new friends. Uh, it's crazy, like, when you split up with someone, I was like, oh, okay, Joe's doing anything, I'll do my thing, but, like, I made, like, a bunch of new friends, so. And, like, you hear DJ Elliot, everybody talk about, like, that's what this is about, then, like, so you, you get what I was talking about leading up to this convention about family yeah. and friends, and it, it is true, so we are everybody Star Wars family. Um, yeah, man. So. <laughs> Until next time. Yeah, so we're, yeah, he's literally, like, leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to prolong it because... You know, you guys, I'm in Sacramento, he's in Vancouver, so yeah. this is our guerrilla style recording together at this awesome event, so this is pretty cool. Um, we will be doing, uh, this will probably, by the time we listen to this, uh, you guys already know, but we are doing an actual recap with our good friends at Leaving Today, and uh, so that's why we're doing this kind of style. This will be on our show, and our full recap will be on their show. More details on that later, but... Um, yeah, man. It's been a great time. Been fun hanging out. Cubs game, uh, hot dogs, deep dish, interesting lift rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, well, as Ryan leaves, oh, they unveiled the thing. Yeah, so, yeah, but, <laughs> so we will walk him out. We will embrace in a manly, friendly hug, and I'll keep recording. So, until the next one. We'll see each other in December.
couple that, of months. That's right, with Corey from All Aboard Podcast. Yeah, it's like seven months. So, right on. So, bye, Ryan. Man, you had, you had a great time, and I hope you had a great time. And oh, I did. I did. I will. I know a, this is a very big learning experience how to plan a trip and how to pack and how to move around a convention. So, I will be more prepared next time. Awesome. Well, check it out. See you guys later in a little bit. Star Wars celebration in the books. I just got out of the a, a tour of a galaxy far, far away on Earth. It is a panel hosted by friends Richard and Sarah of Skywalking Through Neverland and uh, two other guys. I forgot their names, and they're just basically talking about all the shooting locations around the world uh, for all the various Star Wars movies, uh, all of them except Episode Nine. The Rise of Skywalker, of course. So, I am beat. Like I said, Ryan left. We had another full day. Had a great... Uh, uh, I was also in the Fangirls Going Rogue podcast on their stage and hung out with them for a while. So, that was a lot of fun. This is usually the end of a celebration or a D23 on the third day. We still got two more days. Tomorrow's a Mandalorian. Hopefully, some other panels 
Then Monday will be it with the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace, so hopefully I can get into that. Before I go to the hotel, I think there is going to be a uh, podcast meetup at the uh, Hyatt here. So, hoping to meet some people we've been chatting with online and stuff. So, good time to meet some other Star Wars and Disney podcasts or just podcasts that we're fans of. So, see if we get some audio there. If not, we will see you guys in the morning. All right, bye. Um, <clears throat> start again. Okay, so we just got out of the Mandalorian panel, and holy crap, that was awesome. Um, I was in the overflow room, so we weren't allowed to share any, or we weren't allowed to take any pictures or anything like that, or videos, so that's why I went black after I posted just the picture that they had up there, but oh my god. Uh, if you saw the stream, they blacked out a few looks like in the middle and so we got to see that in the overflow that's awesome then they ended the panel ended the stream and we got us all like 15 minutes of whatever episode and it looks amazing so uh definitely one of the big highlights of this uh celebration so i'm headed over back to the wind trust for the clone wars sneak peek of the new season so, hopefully I can get it. Alrighty. No introduction to us because she's our boss, but she may need one to you guys. Please give a big round of applause to the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Lucasfilm, an all-around badass lady, Lynn Hilbert. I love that. I love that they let me say badass lady. I'd be disappointed if he didn't. So you're Two things together. 
You go to bed and you're so tired that you can't I know, I know, exactly. Um, and I just love that feeling of just being around people who love the same thing as you do and are enjoying celebrating it. Um, and, you know, I come I come now with my son and um, it, just seeing it through his eyes is just, just the best, you know. See, there's so much going on in Star Wars these days. And, you know, even for my little piece of it, it's hard to keep it straight. You have your hands in everything that you do. How do you keep it straight? <laughs> I'm not sure I always do. <laughs> and that's probably the charm of it, right? It shouldn't be too, too um, formulaic and, and um, methodical. Um, but, you know, it, I, I think it is important that we are authentic in everything that we do, though, so that everything on every platform... There's as much love that goes into every platform that we do. There's as much a, a much effort um, in, that goes into every book, every game, um, every VR experience that goes into the films and the TV series. So um, I think because it is all so much fun and it all fits, it helps me keep it straight, and I hopefully it helps everybody who's consuming this stuff understand where it fits as well. I'm always impressed with people who've read everything and know everything. I'm like, I can't keep up. So thank you for tuning in. One of the, the most common questions that I get from people, you know, when I'm down on the floor talking to them is, how do I get a job at Lucasfilm? Oh, my dream is to work at Lucasfilm. What kind of advice would you give to somebody who wants to make <laughs> I, I think I keep trying. I come from the smallest town possible in Wales. I see someone from Wales over here. <laughs> Um, so if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, and it's about just keeping, keep trying, you know, keep keep focused. Um, you will get rejections. We all do get rejections when they start to to, um, to follow our, our dreams. Uh, just, just don't let them hold you back. Keep applying, keep going, and eventually you will get there. And then, you know, maybe someday you'll be running the show. Maybe someday you'll be running the show. Who knows? Thank you so much for stopping by, Lauren. It's always so much fun to talk yep. to you, and you've always been such a huge support to what we do, and that means Ooh. the world to us. Um, so don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be back in just a minute.
that challenging. And it's a very personal show to me with the people that I worked with on to make it uh, working with George. So I had to do an assessment and make sure that if we did it, that we could do it the right way and that we could have the scale, the scope, and the stories that I know everybody wants. And I think in the end, obviously, the answer was yes, we could. And we sat down and uh, here we go. To be a part of Dave's trust tree. And um... <laughs> there's an applied non disclosure agreement, the NDA. Uh, whenever you work on something that's particularly strong with something uh, that's uh, Lucas uh, oriented. Yes, but as a cast, we're very close. We are like a family and we are ironclad. So, we tell each other things because we know we can. So, um, I'm actually at Disney World in line on a ride and um, I get a text from Dee Bradley Baker. And I will read it. Here's our text chain. Well, actually, it's from Captain Rex. <laughs> And I said, you won't believe what Dave just told me. Shh. <laughs> and I said, what? With four, er, four question marks. Don't dare even tell anyone I even said anything. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> and, and I said, I would never... Is he with you? This feels like a trap. <laughs> he is. We're wine tasting with the rebels. <laughs> and I said, I thought so. Laugh out loud. Tell him I'm not that easily fooled. Has he spoken to you? <laughs> and, and I said, no, why? Afraid to even text. <laughs> and so I said, Well, I wouldn't. I hope it's what I think it is. Tell no one. <laughs> Jen, I promise. And I said, I promise, but I know Dave is watching. <laughs> CW finale, 12 eps, soon. So that was our next That's how I found out. Rex had to tell Ahsoka. This exactly. Is I mean, if, if, if we're not in Dave's trust tree, then Ahsoka and Rex, we have our own trust tree. <laughs>
I was uh, I was having a nice lunch with Dave and his lovely wife Anne, who the Convor is named after. And no one broke any trust trees. It's just that Anne said one thing, and Anne's out there somewhere. Right? Anne said, "Dave, can I tell him?" And I said, <laughs> Suspects, you know, I'm like, wait a second, hold on, and, 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 and visions of this siege of Malachor, 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 sorry. This whole time, Dave Valentine's um, So I guessed, but I didn't know. And then Dave finally told me, funny. and then I knew for just under, almost, if, I think it was under a year, or at least it felt like a year. It was terrible. That was the worst secret I've ever kept in my entire well, career. It hurt to keep that inside. We clearly see the day that you wonder why only 12 episodes. Yeah, we're only doing 12 episodes because it's all they can handle. It's all we can together successfully hold back. Well, Dave, you've been really generous today. You've shown us some lovely conceptual artwork. You've given us three clips. Three. Exclusive clips. Three clips. Um, And we have a wonderful cast reunion here. Um, well, I want more. You want more? The demand. Tell me how direct you are. Like that time you said you've never cast me in anything. And I, I was like, oh, no. then, I, then I did. And it worked out brilliantly. It worked out very well, except uh, because of the time difference, I recorded my dialogue in London in the afternoon. Um, and Dave had to come in very, very early in the morning. And it's not your best time of day, very, very if I'm early. honest. And then I remembered why I had a question. Because I'd have to get up very early to get to oh, the silly I thought you were talking about the performance. Well, no, no, my God, the performance was great. All right, well, I this is the time that we should show a trailer. What? The first trailer. Yeah, the other one I only had four shots, so I couldn't make much of a trailer. I have more shots now. Wow. Woo! Let's watch a trailer for the return of Clover. Oh yeah. Wow. Jedi running around, starting wars. I 
watched so many of my brothers fall during this war. Fives. Echo. Heavy. Let's be open. Your thoughts on how to win the war? No longer certain that one ever has to win the war. I am. You never see any Jedi around here. It's not safe to be here. Things could have gotten messy for you. That's why I've got my ship. Looks well taken. Experimental unit clone force 99. The cavalry has arrived! Okay, guys, so we just watched the Clone Wars Returns panel, and I was lucky enough to sit with us in Ahsoka, and she's getting a picture right now because she looks super awesome. <laughs> she's. <laughs> and she. <laughs> it's an easy one. <laughs> um, Kelly, right? Yeah. So, uh,. Okay, well, shit. What do you think about that panel? I'm not okay. <laughs> like, to be really sure, I'm not okay. I'm shaking. I'm on the verge of crying. I'm so excited. And I can't wait to fly home on Tuesday and bang that costume out oh. in, like, two weeks and get it done because I'm so excited. Uh, my boyfriend's about to be very angry at me because I'm about to ask him how to switch out the LEDs in my lightsabers from blue to green. Uh, and spoiler alert, they just, in the preview, uh, Anakin has Ahsoka two brand new lightsabers. And they are blue bladed, and they look awesome. Yeah, Her action looks awesome. Sabers, but now they have blue crystals instead of green, which is really awesome. And I think it speaks a lot to what different colors of crystals mean for different kinds of people and what they symbolize. And I think it's just amazing. 
I'm so excited to watch this. I'm so excited to see more. I can't wait. I'm yeah, like I'm ready to like pass out or throw up or just start crying. I don't I don't know what's happening. But looking for you, you're heading straight to a Clone Wars Returns Clone Wars uh, saves, photo saves photo shoot. Yeah, Clone Wars save photo shoot. Um, it's going to be an amazing experience. Um, there is a chance that Exine and Filoni may show up to it. Well, that's why I'm following you then. Yeah. Thanks. So thanks for inviting me. They, they came up to the um, Ahsoka Lives Day photo shoot yesterday, so that was a lot of fun. It'll be great to see him again, despite the crappy weather we have here in Chicago. But yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Awesome. So um, I'm going to follow you there, but I don't want to hold you too much longer here. So can you just let people know where they can find you if they want to follow your awesome Ahsoka costume? Yeah, I am on Instagram at Ahsoka Freaking Tano, and you can find me. I post updates on the regular. I also do commissions on my Ahsoka costumes if you really love it. Uh, shameless self-promotion for me. I make my own headpiece. It's just a lot of fun, and I do have the new headpiece sculpt casted and ready to be painted so look forward for that and also and you mentioned some guy had like a hawaiian shirt with your design yeah where can i, I get that because i'm a big tiki guy hawaiian culture so, oh, can no, you jump so some there a lot of people make the tiki shirts i was referring to the racing shirt design um that i had done with an ahsoka one like last year um but i'm seeing a lot of people say that they're interested in it so i'll probably be opening up another order run for it for about it probably may when i get home and like can decompress <laughs> a little bit but yeah it'll be great awesome no no problems with self-promotion here so i'll be definitely checking that out so i'm awesome i'm glad i ran into you and i'm following you to the uh shoot so fantastic we're gonna have a lot of fun today awesome all right <laughs> well okay so now i'm on the da- dance floor oh my god it's been a long it's been a long week day day four i am with the director of the looking for leia documentary series um which i'm really glad to have because i've talked to sandra uh, jen marie our friends of the show they've we've talked about the movie at the time so now we're talking about the the series can you let us know a little bit about what you're doing sure so looking for leia is a documentary docuseries about girls and women in star wars fandom and we are looking at the ways that we create our own galaxies out of these stories so these are folks that are doing passionate creative and amazing things with the galaxy far far away but it's also getting into the ways that we kind of uniquely make these stories our own and the impact that they've had on generations of girls and women now at this point we're in post-production which is great so i'm here just getting some pretty getting some b-roll of some of the gorgeous cosplayers and multi-generational fan families and it's been really amazing that's awesome and like when i was when i met you it was originally supposed to be a documentary film what made you decide to expand it to a series i mean clearly it's just that there are so many stories there's entirely more stories than any one project would ever be able to tell over the course of 14 months i interviewed over 100 women and finding what we wanted to share from that group was incredibly difficult because there's just so much. And so we're hoping that the project does is really be a part of this larger conversation we're having about women in fandom that I think just helps broaden the, it broadens the story and it's a more interesting story. But I feel like it's the beginning, not the sort of ultimate expression of it because there's so many of these stories to tell. Awesome. And uh, you say you're in post-production, so when can we expect to see some? Well, we 
are. So we're in post-production, but we're also actively seeking uh, acquisition. And so we've had some really exciting offers. Streaming networks are really excited about this project, which is great. Mm-hmm. We haven't inked anything that we can actually say out loud at this point, but our um, release date will really determine will really be determined by who acquires us. And so hopefully, uh, you know, one of the things that people can do to make sure we get acquired, make sure we get picked up, is to follow us on social media, show that really enthusiastic audience support. When we go into our pitch meetings, absolutely executives recognize that if audience is excited about us, then they want to program us. Uh, and we're hoping for 2019. We're hoping we'll be on people's screens this year. Awesome. So uh, you mentioned social media. Where can people uh, find you? People can find us on Twitter at Looking for Leia, also Facebook at Looking for Leia, and on Instagram at Looking for Leia Series. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes. I know you're on the floor here working, busy. I was uh, next to the Ahsoka that you saw at the uh, Clone Wars panel. Nice, so, nice. so I mean, that was a great panel. So. Oh, I cried. Yeah, uh, I did too. Not as, and I didn't cry as hard as the guys behind me. The men behind me cried so hard that they were like blowing our hair. But yeah. it was great. It was yeah, so I, emotional. I, I'm, I'm a crier, and I, you know, I, I'm normally like, you know what? Uh, if Kevin Smith could cry on film and no, you YouTube, then yeah, it's emotional. Star Wars is emotional. You got to feel your feels. Yeah, exactly. And before I let you go, I mean, other than filming and seeing all these uh, amazing. Uh, female Star Wars fans and families, what has been your favorite part of the celebration? My favorite part of the celebration is that up until just today, because she had to go home, I was here with my mother. It was her first Star Wars celebration. She completely went out loud. She binge-watched all of the animation. She wore porg leggings, and we just had the most amazing time together. It's really like Star Wars is for families, and getting to be here with my mom, who took me to the theater to see it in 1977, was magical. That's awesome, and that's what I've been telling my, fr- my co-host who had to leave early. My celebration is family, so... That was perfect. So, thanks for taking uh, the time to talk to us. Hey, thank you so much. May the force be with you. And you too. (laughs) Okay, so, I was just about to record my regular end of the day, day four con, and I just run into trilogy, uh, prequel trilogy, art designer, uh, one of the designers for Galaxy's Edge, major dude in the Star Wars universe, Doug Chang. I just took a selfie with him. I don't do selfies, but freaking Doug Chang. That was awesome. <laughs> and the perfect ending to an amazing day. Uh, started off with friends, uh, Michelle and Kaya. We did the overflow room for the Mandalorian panel. And that show, uh, I cannot wait. Um, I've been hyped since I heard about it. Since I found out John Favreau and Dave Filoni were attached, since they set up the diverse directors, which are amazing directors, and they said are all like huge Star Wars fans, Pedro Pascal, I mean Gina Carano, Carl Weathers, I mean holy crap! So what we what we saw, um, the pictures, the art looked super awesome. Uh, we saw a sizzle reel behind the scenes, which was super awesome. Uh, then we we saw 15 minutes. Uh, 15, 20 minutes, plus a little quick sizzle, finish sizzle reel. And this show is going to be insane. Cannot wait. It's going to be a space western. Uh, a little gritty, grittier version of Firefly, which I'm a huge Firefly fan. So, uh, oh my God. Then, oh, <laughs> I can't even talk right now. Uh, was watching the Star Wars show, stage show, and grabbed some pictures. Met Anthony Carboni, who's one of the hosts of the Star Wars show. I caught a beanie, which I needed because it's snowing today. Like crazy snow. Uh, it's a little bit light now, so as we're leaving. I'm not going outside yet like I did the other day when it was windy. So, hey, I caught a lift. 
Like, you guys don't need to hear that, though. But, you know, it's part of the con, con experience. Um, then we went to the, well, I went to the Clone Wars panel, uh, Clone Wars sneak peek, and, again, amazing, uh, hosted by Warwick Davis, uh, Dave Filoni, uh, D. Bradley Baker, Ashley Eckstein, and Sam Whitmer showed up, and we saw some great, great clips and art. Then Warwick brought out even Cat Tabor and uh, Matt. Did I say Matt Latner or Sam? Matt Latner. <laughs> I'm GTA. John. I, I, I don't want to say I, uh, the cast and Tom Kane. Uh, geez, it was so cool. Then they actually showed the trailer of the show, and oh my god! I mean, this, I don't know if this should be called the last season of Clone Wars or Clone Wars slash. Here's Ahsoka because everything they showed of her was just badass. Sorry, people, or if your kids are listening, um, but seriously, if you see that, if you've seen that trailer, if they show it, I don't know if it's on the YouTube or not or StarWars.com, but holy crap, that was amazing! And we got an awesome poster of Ahsoka uh, with her brand new blue lightsaber blades, and super cool. I was sitting next to an Ahsoka cosplayer. You've you've seen her by now on our post. Uh, uh, Ahsoka freaking Tano's her uh, Instagram. We were both in tears. <laughs> that was awesome. Then she invited me to a uh, Clone War Saves photo shoot uh, right after, so we did that. Then I ran into Annalise, who's the director of the Leaving Leia, um, or Looking for Leia, I'm sorry, a docuseries. So that was really cool finally meeting her because I've heard her on Fangirls Going Rogue and such a cool story. So headed out, and like I said, just running into uh, Doug Chang. That was just freaking cherry on the top. So Tomorrow is it, day five. Um, not sure if I'll be able to get into the Phantom Menace uh, panel, 20, 20 years of the Phantom Menace. A lot of people seem to be have been taken off after today, so maybe I'll be able to sneak into the uh, overflow. Not overflow, but maybe like general, because Ryan's gone, so I'll just be by myself here, or maybe with our friends. Uh, so we'll see. But, uh, of course, you guys will know, and you will see streams and pictures, and we'll see what we can do. But if you're not tired of listening to this yet, thank you for listening. we got one more day, and it's back home. Our recap will be on the Leaving Today podcast. So uh, thank you, Mark and Udi, for inviting us to come on there and talk. So until tomorrow, see you. All right, back on the show floor, day five. And I am at the Twin Sons Foundation table. And can you guys tell me your names and a little bit what you do? Hi. So, yeah, I'm Amelia from Twin Sons Foundation. We're a nonprofit. We donate Star Wars books to uh, children's hospitals, libraries, schools, anywhere that will take them and get them in the hands of some young readers. Uh, so we've been t- accepting book donations this week. And um, any, any books we've received are going to a children's hospital here in Chicago after celebration's over. Uh, we're based out of Arizona, but we've done book drives all across the country. Our website is uh, twin-sons.net, and you can find out more about us there, what our current fundraisers are, or um, different locations across the country that will receive your old books and find new homes for them if you have any that you want to find a new home for. That's awesome. That's a great foundation, too. Yeah. Especially, I mean, and I mean, there's so many Star Wars books. Or just, do you guys do just Star Wars or a little bit of everything? Or? We, we focus, yeah. 
we focus in Star Wars books because, like, a common thread up. Mine is Dylan, by the way. A common thread of like all of us that started, like, none of us had any interest in reading. We picked up one Star Wars book and we're like, that was great. And we looked in the back of them and we're like, oh my gosh, it's all these books that like are all tie in together. So it's just like kind of like a rabbit hole, and we think and we figure that like if it works for us, why can't it work for other people? Yeah, so kind of um, started as something like, hey, how can we can promote literacy and also promote Star Wars books at the same time? So you know, getting them to kids is definitely something we enjoy doing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, like you said, that's a great foundation. So, um, so you gave us your website. Do you, are you guys? Oh, uh, can you let us know your social medias if people want to follow you and also and kind yeah, of take a- pictures of. Maybe a donation that they got from your foundation. Yeah, we're on a uh, Facebook. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Or, uh, yeah, our Twitter is on that bookmarks now. We don't have the we had the business cards before we added Twitter. Then we like we added the Twitter so it's the YouTube. Yeah, we're pretty active on Facebook and Twitter. We're a bit active on YouTube. We're actually streaming celebrations, so you can find like the vods on our YouTube as well. Um, she mentioned earlier that we uh, we have fundraising. We actually do have a fundraiser going right now. We're raising books in order to take them uh, to recreation centers in um, Arizona. We do usually two at a time because uh, we can do that, uh, as well as uh, children's hospitals in Southern California. It's either going to be the Corona Brands of Chalk or the uh, one in San Diego. So those will those we're both uh, fundraising for right now. So uh, if you want to help us get some books to some kids, we'd uh, love, appreciate your donation. Awesome. Thank you, guys. And uh, you guys having a good time in celebration? Yeah. We are. I've seen a lot of cool cosplays. That's definitely been a highlight for me is seeing people dressing up and doing what they love. Mm-hmm. Also, we're at 102. We're at a 10,000. Um, I'm sorry, 1,040 uh, 40 total books, but we've collected 102 while we've been here. So, Awesome. Well, I'm going to go find a book to buy, and I'll be back here probably later on today. So. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We well, appreciate that very much. Awesome. So, see you guys. Uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to me, and uh, enjoy the last day of celebration here. Thank yeah. you. All right. Back on the floor, and I am at the Flying Solo uh, table here. I'm talking to Evan. He's uh, kind of running this awesome group that I'm actually part of, and uh, it's it's a great group for conventions for people that, as you heard in the name, Flying Solo, and that's not a Han. Well, I guess it's a Han pun, but uh, can you tell us, uh, we're basically traveling by yourself uh, to cons, but um, can you let, know, let us know how your group got started and uh, what you guys do? We started at, uh, after Celebration Anaheim, me and a guy named Bill and a guy named Ryan uh, decided we needed a way to stay connected, and we thought it would be this simple little idea of just a way of you guys to stay connected that met at these conventions. And four years later, this is actually the four-year anniversary of me and Bill and Ryan actually meeting. Oh, right So on. it's, like, really kind of cool. Um, and uh, we would never have thought four years later that we would have 2,000-something members. I mean, we just started as basically a support group for people that so they're not, you know, at Celebration alone when they arrive. You know, you travel, you might fly, travel here alone, but when you get here, you have a whole group of, like, interconnected friends that you can hang out with, go to panels, hang out at the booth. You know, do whatever. And that's awesome because, like, I I came I came by myself, but I met with a bunch of friends. But I know there's a lot of people that travel by themselves, and they're really uh, shy oh, yes. and don't you know they 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 feel like even though there's all these thousands of people here that you know they don't want to talk. But I tell people when you go make friends, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna run into people that you might see maybe another once or twice in your lifetime. But you guys will be friends for a lifetime. So right, right. yeah, I totally agree with you there. I mean. I mean, I haven't seen Bill in four years. It's been this, we have not seen each other since Celebration Anaheim. So, I mean, it's so great to, like, come and see these people that you never, or even, like, meet people that you talk to for years online. 
you know, and you know, talk to them for two or three years, and they're like fighting. Oh, I'm going to go to celebration, and things fall through, and like they're like, oh, well, I'll make it next year, and it's like you keep talking to them, and then like finally, you know, three, you know, there's people that I've talked to for like over three years, and then I finally end up meeting them. You know, it's really nice to, you know, I love hearing the like stories of people, you know, connecting and finding each other outside of you know the booth and stuff. Yeah. Like we have had a lot of members go and like out to dinner and stuff, and like randomly be like oh you're flying solo member so am i and like you know going and having to spend the rest of the night together yeah and then like you guys have maps of the city and transit and i mean that's that's like you said a great day because chicago this is my first time here and i mean you see it on tv it's it's huge and everything so i mean the little tips you have and another thing about your facebook group is because i'm a part of different celebration groups and it's uh, I, I hate the negativity in a lot of those groups, but your, your group is really a positive one, so it's one that I really like to be a part of. And we, we really strive in trying to keep any kind of negativity outside of, the, you know, away from the group. Uh, I mean, and we have a really good group of uh, 10 admins who we, you know, we always review everything before, and we just, we don't allow negativity of any kind. I mean, we have two rules, and, like, I think one is no negativity and no poisoning spoilers. Whereas I was like, don't be a jerk. That's one of our rules. I mean, we, I mean, pretty basic, but people can't follow that. But, but so that's what we really do seem to have a good group. And we've in the four years, we, I don't can't remember any major issues of ever having drama like you see in some of the other Facebook groups, Star Wars, you know, groups. I mean, it's just it's it's really wonderful how this whole group has come together. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I commend you guys for that good hard work. So. Um, it's a busy day, last day here. Uh, a lot of people are coming up here, so uh, I just want to say thanks for taking a few moments. I'm, I, I love being part of the group, and I'll see you probably at the next celebration next time we have. Yeah. Um, can you let us know uh, where they can find you guys on Facebook or any other uh, social media? We are actually, uh, we have a Facebook group, and it is um, uh, www.facebook.com slash groups slash flying solo SWC. Sweet, and I love the buttons. I got one here, because anything with a Millennium Falcon, that's... That's that's a for me. So thanks we, a lot, Evan. We also has a Instagram flying solo at at SWC. It's not very active right now, but we're looking to get that more in the future. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, Evan, and uh, much success. We'll see you later. Thank you.
purpose is also interact with this, as it will with the complexity of our experience. So the Savi's Workshop, those are the ones you can build yourself? Correct. This is one right here. So this is from the Power and Control set. There's four different themes. There's Peace and Justice, pieces from the Jedi, like from the Republic era, Power and Control, more of the Sith designs, uh, Elemental Nature. The Force surrounds us. It's everywhere. So that set's made of wood, tooth, and bone. And then you have Protection and Defense. And that one you'll see over there, it's got some writings on it, but we really don't know where it's from. It's Got to straddle with mystery, but it's definitely from a time from a long, long time ago. So very cool. Um, again, choose your fiber crystal. You, you, uh, you, once you enter, uh, you'll be presented with a kit of parts, depending on which story. And then you just start the build process, mix and match, until you get something that you're pleased with. That's what your lightsaber is. You'll have a blade, and you'll have the full uh, product there. And then when you leave, you'll all get a saber uh, sheath to carry around. No, you just did just a sheet. Okay. Yeah. And then all of our legacy lightsabers, these are all sold. These are your um, modeled after the characters and heroes and villains that you know from, uh, you know, Legends. So we have your Ray and Luke and Ventress. Um, but they're sold in just the crates. But the blades are interchangeable amongst all the lightsabers. So that was a red crystal because I built it, right? But we know that, let's say, Ray's is blue, right? Lock it in. Wow. Or, let's say, the Temple Guard lightsaber, which is super cool because this is a nice yellow blade. Very, very fun. So you actually get a yellow blade? <laughs> That's right. Actually, look at your shirt. How about a Soka's lightsaber yeah. down here? Nice. Oh, I don't think I'm speaking the right language. So here, she get, you have to buy this one as a set because you get both her, her hilts. But again, it is the authentic uh, rebel white lightsaber. So you got a yellow blade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I just saw it. I just, yeah, just trying to believe it for myself. <laughs> that is way heavier than I thought it would be. Ahsoka is pretty awesome. So she, uh, Can I yeah. check that out, please? Yeah. Man, if oh, you do wow. some tricks with that, you're going to yeah. get some arms. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Is, you know, we also have the belt clip. It's great for prequels or characters like Ahsoka. So if you want to just pull that part down. Wow. About two clips. We'll be ready to go. Walk okay, around. That's awesome. Black Star. clip is awesome. <laughs> I think it looks awesome to walk around with a lightsaber. Right? Like, so, awesome. so all the blades snap like like that? Yeah, everything you see, yep. 
Cool. Thank you. Yep, and we're gonna go. We have ten legacy lightsabers, nine here on display. One more you'll be able to see when we unveil at Galaxy's Edge. So oh, awesome. Options and the cover tech wheel. Yes. Oh my gosh. As you can see that here, boom, this slides up. And the belt clip comes comes with? No, this oh, is Oh, separate? Yes. Oh, see. Right. Yeah, but so good. That's worth it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Disney with the upcharges. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I know me too. <laughs> I, pay, I pay $2 for a spork. <laughs> we're, trying to make, we're trying to make it easy, so that way this oh. one works double. Exactly. Yeah, awesome. No, that's, that's really slick. Thank you. Thank You're very so welcome. Much. So back here on the show floor, day five, and I'm at Rogue Toys talking to Steve. Uh... Uh, Ryan was talking to him earlier and had a nice little conversation and kind of helped him out. So he taking a few moments to talk to us. Uh, uh, how's your uh, celebration going this year? The celebration has been great so far. It's a long, grueling week as a vendor, but it's a lot of fun and, you know, rewarding in the end. That's awesome. And uh, have, you, have you been coming to many celebrations in the past? Or? This is our first time as a vendor at Celebration, although we do shows nationwide, you know, for years. We've been buying and selling toys for 25 years, so we started at small shows and, I guess, worked our way up to the big time. That's awesome. And then... But he, would he, I, I recognize you because uh, he was like, oh, you mentioned you're the, the guy that they know on uh, Palm Stars. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I think they say I'm <laughs> their friend. Yeah, I'm the friend. Uh, no, yeah. Um, no, we've been uh, featured on Palm Stars the last four years. And um, I go in and evaluate toys whenever the guys at the shop have something they're not sure about or if they make a purchase and they want to know more about what they bought. They uh, give me a call and I come take a look and give them some advice, some information on it, and hopefully give uh, the viewers some education as well. Nice. That's awesome. I'm a big fan of the show. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, totally. That's sweet. Um, and get back to the celebration here. Uh, so what, what's, like, probably the top uh, Star Wars, the collectible that you've sold or seen come through maybe out, uh, this week? We know what's funny is um, we did something a little untraditional for us. Normally, we're going to really focus on vintage, but I feel like so many vendors were doing that. So we want to do something a little bit different. So um, we went and we kind of scoured, and over the last year and a half to two years, we put together a really large Hot Toys contingency. Um, we brought those out. I brought parts and pieces for vintage stuff out instead of, like, lots of vehicles and figures and carded stuff. And kind of tried to keep the price range with either the Hot Toys collector, who really doesn't get serviced well enough. or That's Ryan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or to work with the guys that, like, you know, needed a few things for their collection or whatever. And then we just did a bunch of stuff that, like, um, kind of reward people for coming to Celebration. I feel like every time a vendor does a big show like this, it's always, like, to maximize the value out of somebody. And I actually look at it to maximize experience. What can I do to enhance the experience? So we've done different specials every day on different things. Um, today being the last day of the show, I've got buy one, get one freeze on... Um, uh, you know, an entire table full of action figures, pops, black series, nice. you know, whatever it is. Like, we just continue to try to offer something that might be of a value to, you know, people that are attending. And, you know, as an attendee of the shows, I appreciate you coming here. We can only be here if it's for you guys. So. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, some people, they spend so much money just to get here. They want to take a little something. So, as a little incentive, especially on the last day, help, you know, somebody gets extra collectibles. You don't have to lug as much back. So, um yeah, I just want to uh, say hi. Uh, thank you for uh, talking to me a little bit. Um, I'm just looking at some of these black series, and I'm, I'm trying to walk away right now. 
because <laughs> I got to get back home to Sacramento. So. <laughs> well, it's, it's great for you to have us, you know, and always, hey, you can take us home with you. RogueToys.com, we ship worldwide. We have a loyalty program. We earn points with every purchase. And free domestic shipping orders $50 or more. So you can always shop with us online at home, Las Vegas or in Portland. So RogueToys.com. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for taking a few minutes for me. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll just do this real quick. Uh, hi, so we're on the floor, and I'm with an uh, amazing uh, Battlefront 2 cosplayer, and I'm so bad because I haven't played the game. I know the game, but I forget the character's name, but uh, can you let us know who you are and who you're uh, cosplaying as? Hi, uh, my name is Ray Kanix, and I'm cosplaying as Aiden Versio. From the Battlefront 2? Battlefront 2. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, for the, those of you who don't know that, that's the uh, Imperial pilot that's the main story our character for the this game here and the actress uh jania gavankar was here and signing in uh you were uh i'll just let you say uh, you, you you treated her or presented her with a very cool honor what was that she was accepted into five of first legion as an honorary member of course so that took place here at star wars celebration and yeah and i had an honor to meet her and to give her our local la squad badge because she lives in la right now oh nice so yeah, I think she was very excited. It was just very cool to meet her. She's such a great person, very genuine, very fun. Yeah, I was able to get her signature for my buddy that wasn't able to attend. So I can imagine that was really cool. So, um, what what other characters do you cosplay as for? I cosplay mostly Star Wars characters, of course. I have all Ray costumes. I have a Hera, and my last one and my favorite one is Ahsoka from Rebels. Oh, nice. That's that. Were you uh, were you at the Rebels panel earlier this week? I was not, because I, I was so busy running around. There's so much going on. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I almost started a little uh, mob here for a second, so I'm glad we got a little break. So um, I just want to say thank you. I uh, just want uh, you look great, the great costumes. Um, if people want to follow you on any social medias uh, for your different uh, characters, where can they look and find you? It's my Instagram, ray.kenex. It's R-E-I dot K-E-N-N-E-X. All right, thank you very much, and enjoy the rest of the convention. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, yeah, let's get rid of these, man, real quick. Alright,
no tiring you guys out, is there? You're just ready for more. Straight away. Um, how many of you are going to cheer no matter what I say? Cheese pups. Garden weasel. Warwick Davis. It's good to hear I got a bigger cheer than the cheese puff, anyway. <laughs> Thank you for that. Leprechaun uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to do nothing more than talk about me this afternoon, but uh, we have a lot to discuss and revisit together. Um, now, before we begin, uh, can you believe it's not only the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace... <laughs> now, I couldn't believe that. 20 years. But it's also... 20th anniversary of Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. 20 years ago we started this in Denver. Now I'm just curious to know, if you were at the very first celebration, if you're able, please stand up. Let's see people who are at the first celebration. Where are you? There you are. Fantastic. Great to see you again. Okay, just a few of you. Now stay, stay standing. Most people standing. Remain standing and get her attention. If any of you have been to every Star Wars celebration in North America. Okay? Still there, he's clapping. Yeah. Okay, well done. These are the, the Uber Star Wars fans right here. Um, okay, now, who has been to every Star Wars celebration in North America and Europe? Is there anyone in the room? I can't see anyone who's done all of that. Uh, now, let's share our celebration of love today by checking in with our other stages. Of course, this hasn't been the only stage here at Celebration. Uh, there have been other stages presenting brilliant shows throughout Celebration. I hope many of you have got to see those. Um, but for those who haven't, uh, we're going to hand over to uh, another stage now, the uh, Star Wars Live stage, uh, to get a, a review of their highlights. And uh, let's see if they're there. Hello, the Star Wars Live stage. Are you there? Thank you so much, Warwick. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Star Wars Show Live Stage. I'm Andy Gutierrez, and with me are my co-hosts, Anthony Carboni, Chastity Vicencio, and Max Scoville. Together, we've been able to bring the complete Star Wars celebration experience to fans around the world. We've been looking at the show floor, looking at all the booths, showing off incredible cosplay, talking to fans about what they're excited for, and so, so much more. We have not only been streaming panels from our stage to the convention floor in the audience at home, but all your favorite Star Wars celebrities have come over to hang out, talk with the fans, and of course, shoot off our Star Wars of Five t-shirt cannons. Oh, that was so much fun. What were your favorite moments, guys? Oh, man, it's oh, so hard to pick. Anthony Daniels. Yeah, it was a good Next one. Next time I see you, you owe me. That's all I'm saying. You gotta behave yourself next time, Anthony. I'm very much looking forward to that sitcom. How about you, Chesky? Uh, talking to all the cosplayers, there are so many great ones here. I was really impressed. Uh, Jonas, who plays Chewbacca, crashed the stage while I was uh, doing a piece about a Chewbacca bus, and I literally didn't see him coming, and the guy I was talking to, Tom Spino, just went... And I just... Ah! And I'm tall. Yeah. He's much taller than me. He's a large Wookiee. Was that, that was, I'm sure that was a unique experience for you then. It was a bit, it was a bit strange. <laughs> but we have one last surprise in store here on the stage. And this one is for Anthony and Andy. So please welcome members of the 501st Legion. <laughs>
here today in the name of the 501st Legion to honor the contributions of Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni, and we invite, uh, who invite us into their show each Wednesday on the Daytime Emmy and Primetime Emmy nominated, we don't forget, we don't forget, The Star Wars Show. Their contribution... Their contributions to the legacy of Star Wars began in 2015 as hosts of the anime, or excuse me, Anaheim Star Wars Celebration. And I, I would love to be part of the Star Wars anime, ne though. Next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, and then becoming hosts of the Star Wars show the following May. They bring us behind the scenes of a galaxy far, far away each and every week and pull overtime duty working here at Star Wars Celebration so fans that can't join us can watch us at home on their screens. On behalf of the 501st Legion and all Star Wars fans, we are pleased to make you both honorary members. Congratulations. celebration moment for sure. We all had fun out here on the stage all week long and we want to once I'm a true player! <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much. We want to thank every single one of you out there for being part of the best Star Wars celebration ever. Let's go check in at the Galaxy Stage. Now, Warwick, this is, you know what? Here's what's happening right now. Okay. People want to know where we're going next. Oh, yeah. 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 You want to know where we're going next. So here's, okay. So, I have the plans. They're, they're on here. You got, uh, so this is, on this, on this uh, drive here, yeah. is the venue and the, uh, the date of the next Star Wars celebration. It's all on here. Wow. It's all on here. Okay. So, we had, we had to get it. So, Jen Urso, she got the plans. She's okay. making her way down here. Come on over here, Jen. Jen Urso. I need you to hold on to these plans here. Thank you, Jen. Okay. Now, uh, now Darth Vader doesn't want us to know where they're going. So, so Darth Vader's not happy that Celebration is coming back at some point. All right? So, Darth Vader has his lightsaber right here. Hold this for me. Wow. Here we go. This is an interesting scale. It is very interesting. <laughs> That's a mighty lightsaber. There. Yes. Okay. Now, Princess Leia... Princess Leia, I want you to come stand right over here. Right here. Perfect. Okay, so here's what's going to happen, Warwick. Okay. We've been playing this game. So what's going to happen is I'm going to run out here, and what needs to happen is we're going to pass the plans. Right. All right? Yep. So what's going to happen is everyone on the lower bowl here, you're all playing. Okay? On this side, everyone pay attention. We're going to pass the plans. You're going to pass the plans to one another. Your goal is to get the plans passed all the way around. When you get to the, uh, right there to the vegetable, you're going to go up and around, back down, around the back, up and around, back down, around to the end right here where that platform is. You need to get the plans to Princess Leia. But, while the plans are moving, Darth Vader 
We'll put his lightsaber in. <laughs> well, Warwick Davis won't be back, apparently, for celebration. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, lightsaber will be following the plans. And the goal is, if you're passing the plans, you need to get them away from the lightsaber. And if you're passing the lightsaber as fast as you can, pass the lightsaber to touch the plans. Okay, and the goal is to get the plans all the way around before the lightsaber can touch the plans. Yeah. Okay? We better get on with this because it's getting a bit heavy for Vader. Okay, got it. All right. Jan Arso has the plans, and you're going to start it right here and pass it down. Here we go. Pass the plans. Thank you, Jen. Pass the plans. Here we go. Get it going. Princess Leia, thank you very much. So here we have the plans that also include the venue and the uh, the date of the next Star Wars celebration. So, uh, Lord Vader, uh, would you like to go and sit down again, or are you you're going to hang out here with your with your own? <laughs> oh, he's, he's not happy. Vader's in a mood. Okay. <laughs> You know, That's where Kylo gets it from. I signed it for you as well. I signed it. There you go, Jack. You can keep that. Okay. So now, luckily, I have a huge uh, disk drive over here, uh, a USB socket, and I'm going to plug this in. So, Princess, would you to come over and stand over this side? So, I'm going to plug this in, and uh, we can then get it ready. Princess Leia, thank you for doing that for us. Well done, thank you. Um, you know, I just want to say, I, I stand out on this stage and, and I do my thing and I have a lot of fun. Because like you, I'm a fan. I enjoy myself immensely. But I couldn't do it on my own. And I just want to acknowledge the huge team of which some of them are coming out right now. To help out this event. Many of them do it for love. Okay, here they are. enjoyed that man that that was such a great time um it, it's memories i'll have forever just like with uh, celebration 15 or 2015 in anaheim and we're going back to anaheim uh we'll get more on that in a little bit but um 
Uh, Ryan, do uh, you have any quick takeaways on uh, your experience? Um, quick takeaways? Oh, just any, uh, I don't, not quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was just, it was amazing. Um, I met so many people that I've been friends with, like, online, like, and just didn't, like, used to, I literally bumped into somebody while we were both on our phones on the floor, and it was just, like, crazy, because I've been talking to this guy for, like, three years, playing video games and stuff online, and, yeah, it's just, like, one big family, and I'm so excited to go next year, in April, and we can go to Disneyland, and you can introduce me to Trader Sam's, and... <laughs> Definitely, and hopefully it's in April, um, I know they didn't really announce it, and that's what people are assuming, but, uh... Um, some people think it might be later because WonderCon is in April and something else, but we we will find out for sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it being a little later, a little more time to save up. I got Disneyland in December, so yeah. I wouldn't mind, like, June. That'd be nice. And what was, what was some of your favorite uh, swag that you got? Um, that The, the toque, <laughs> since it was such a huge topic of conversation for us. <laughs> we got an episode 9 beanie while we were waiting in line for uh well, not even waiting in line just walking in because you know that lottery system yeah um what'd you think about the lottery i thought it had its pros and cons yeah um i i liked it i didn't mind it it was it was fine um i got into everything i wanted to see so it worked out for me um but i know like waiting in line is like part of the experience but um yeah it was it was i was fine with it I wouldn't mind if they did it next year, but I think another reason why they needed to do it is because how cold it was. Oh, if it dude, was, if they did a lottery, that. if people were sleeping outside in that, there would have been like hospital, like our ambulances there all night. Everybody would look like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> Literally. Okay. You, yeah, yeah. You've I seen that, that movie. One. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was extremely cold. Except the day the day after you left was sunny, which was weird. So, I thought it was I thought it was snowing the day after I left. Oh, it was snowing. Oh, it's a big blur. The day after the day after you left was sunny. <laughs> oh, okay, Monday. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I um I heard Collider people are still at the airport because American Airlines screwed up their flight, like the flights because of the snow, and people are just like backed up. Wow. Yeah, wow. and I was flying American Airlines. If I had left when I was supposed to, I don't. That would have been. Yeah, I don't even know if I might have been st still there. Oh, man. Yeah, because people are still there, and this is, what, three days after we're recording? Yeah, no kidding. So. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad I made it home. Uh, I fly, I flew standby, so it was really uh, uh, hairy if I was going to make it home or not, but I did. Uh, di didn't ha didn't get bumped off any flights and uh, uh, made it home on time, so that was great. Uh, for me, the takeaway, it, it's like our, our last episode leading into uh, – Celebration. I mentioned just family, and that's what it was. Uh, you know, hanging out with with my friends at Skywalking Through Neverland and Fangirls Going Rogue, a meeting like Trisha, Teresa, and Sandra for the first time uh, in person, and just having that family atmosphere. Meeting so many of the Skywalkers that I've been friends with for years um, online, but in, in meeting them in person, then reuniting with some of them in person, and meeting new uh, the, the podcast meetup we had which was super fun uh, got to meet up with um, blast points uh, which uh, those guys are really cool uh, the, the Kessel run weekly crew uh, super awesome we're going to collaborate real soon uh, surprise I'm just letting you know that now so yeah <laughs> so that was that was awesome and uh, 
meeting Amy Ratcliffe. She's a great uh, nerdist, uh, writer, and author, and uh, it's just so cool. So, um, yeah, just a family atmosphere. Of course, all the Star Wars news we got. Uh, I mean, Episode Nine. That I mean that. Jeez. Oh, sorry. The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> um, that was amazing. The Mandalorian was amazing. Uh, and I was in the overflow room, and I still felt like, like I mean, they did a good job for the overflow people. We still saw what was uh, blacked out on the stream, and the poster. Yeah. We, we got the poster for it. It's super awesome. So. Yeah, I've been watching the uh, like recorded iPhone footage of, <laughs> of it, and I, I'm still I, I, even because from that I'm still excited <laughs> for it. So yeah. I I really hope Canada gets the streaming service day one, or there's going to be some problems. Yeah, <laughs> you might you might need to to stream for eight hours with me. <laughs> I think so. That that'll be no problem. Or you might have to road trip to Seattle just to watch. So. Yeah. Um, and of course, the Clone Wars panel that was awesome. Got a sweet Ahsoka poster. Um, oh, cool. So, and I guess my favorite swag is obviously the uh, Han and Carbonite geeky tiki. And oh yeah, yeah. Joey and his geeky tiki. <laughs> I'm sure you guys just heard all the uh, the interviews. Yeah. Jo- Joey and his geeky tiki. Yeah. That's if awesome. I if I ever got split up, I was like ah geeky tiki. Yeah, that, that was our meetup spot. So um, yeah. That was super awesome, and, and like I said, the other swag was you know just the Mandalorian and a Clone Wars poster. Um, yeah, and, and now I you know cannot wait to Anaheim. Uh, you know we already got plans on a new design possibly. Um, I'm oh, getting, guys, it's awesome! I'm getting it's ideas awesome. for a you know possibly applying for the podcast uh, stage. Uh, I think we I think we can uh, pull it off, and I got a few ideas for that, so uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a great, great week, and uh, so, like I said, something uh, I, will be a day or a week long remembered. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, anything you want to throw in uh, before we get out of here? Or? No, just Anaheim 2020 can't come soon enough. <laughs> yes, definitely, and uh, we'll, we will be watching a baseball game in a, a lot more comfortable weather. Oh, uh, did we record so, at the baseball game? I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Guys, it was so cold, and I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. I live in an igloo, and I was like to Joey as soon as we got there. I was like, "Ah, oh, dude, I'd be totally fine with just three innings." And <laughs> yeah, classic. So, yeah, uh, super awesome. Um, but yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, like I said, once again, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, interact with us. We love talking to all you guys. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. And uh, leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think. And, um, yeah, uh, look for our next show. Hopefully we'll have a good uh, breakdown on uh, the Avengers Endgame. That's just around the corner. And, yeah, uh, yeah that, like, once again, thanks thanks for uh, following along on our adventure in Chicago. So, uh, until next time. May the Force be with you. Till infinity and beyond. <laughs>